my god, so good to be back. Woo. Yes. 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 Hey. It was awesome. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we did it. We 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 got another one. Uh, they renewed us. No, I'm just kidding. I signed, signed in again. Uh, that's all I had to do sign in. That's how I got renewed. It was amazing. Um, welcome to Apparatus Precipice. We are uh, a the was always awkward to say ex the expanse role playing game actual play where we play the expanse role playing game by Green Run and Publishing. Um, welcome to year two. Uh, quick note about year two. This is actually not. An, I don't like to call this a new season. Though people some people call it that. It's more of like a new arc. Like it's, it's the continuation of the story that like we just haven't taken place a year later. It's the second year of this relationship with this crew. Um, and tonight is a very, very special uh, game for us. Not just because it's year two, but also because tonight we have down here. Hello, we're doing the. We have to do kind of the Brady Bunch thing. Uh, we have Patty Kim. Patty Kim. Yes, yes, Patty Kim uh, played Carol Chewie Wee in season four of The Expanse on Amazon Prime and is a uh, really enjoyable character for me, uh, especially in uh, Cibola Burn and on the, on the series. So it's kind of cool to have like Carol Chewie Wee in the flesh, uh, well, whatever this is because we're on Zoom, uh, but um, playing with it tonight. Um, in addition, we're doing a charity game tonight for a very special cause uh, chosen by Patty, which we all think is awesome and we're super happy to support tonight. But I wanted to give Patty the floor now and uh, tell us about yourself, tell us where they can find you, and tell us about this charity. Thanks, John. Thanks, everybody. Uh, hello. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just an actor. I'm up here in uh, Vancouver, Canada. I was super pumped in 2018 when I booked the part of Carol on The Expanse. Uh, it was one of my dreams to end up on a sci-fi show. Uh, mostly because of the fans and uh, to have landed on The Expanse really has surpassed all imagination and dreams so I'm super pumped about all of that um, and then you know John uh, invited me out to play and uh, join the crew um, on, of Abraxas so I'm super excited this is my first role play game so uh, I'm excited about that and uh, yeah and John was uh, gracious enough to allow me to pick a charity, and I chose the Indian Residential School Survivor Society. Um, I'm not sure if all of you are aware, but uh, you know Canada has quite a past of cultural genocide when it comes to our Indigenous brothers and sisters. And this past summer um, in Kamloops, there was 215 unmarked graves discovered at the site of a former residential school uh, found by ground penetrating radar. And although we, you know, we had an idea that these kind of things were happening to, to actually have some proof and the discoveries keep on happening. And there are probably, I think there's over 1800 now, unmarked graves of children that were found at schools. Uh, so I was shocked and horrified and um, I've committed to my, myself to support our Indigenous brothers and sisters in any way that I can. So I'm super proud uh, to be able to support this charity and I'm so grateful to all of you for any support that you can give because um, it's the very least that we can do. So thank you very much um, to John and to the whole team and to everybody joining from wherever you are in the world. 
thank you and uh let's have a fun night Yes. Awesome. Yeah. It, it, I, and like once again, uh, this is uh, Fantastic Charity provides a lot of a lot, of, actually a big variety of services. Was what I was I was surprised to see, which is really cool. And uh, um, I really respect what they're doing. And uh, it was it was actually it was actually interesting, uh, Patty, because I last week there was another uh, chair. There was actually a, I think it was a Gen Con. There was oh, which was a big gaming convention. There was a charity stream for the same charity. So there's been other role players that have been involved with this too. So that's super cool. And uh, I'm glad that like. Uh, we can once in a while uh, at least bring some attention to it at the very least, if not also help them out. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you. Um, and if you want to donate, there's a donation link in the chat. Uh, Nightbot's putting that up. Um, and uh, you can go ahead and donate. And then you can also affect the narrative by giving rerolls, having people find stuff. Uh, we made a few little rewards that are uh, from based off of uh, Patty's performances, Carol Chewiwi. Uh, you can go find in there. There's a, uh, you know, uh, where did you get this? Help some, maybe get someone find an, an extra item. You know, when Pat, when uh, when Carol gets the the detonator, where'd you get this? So we kind of did stuff like that, have fun with it. And there's also some, um, there's also an Expanse RPG bundle uh, donated from Green Ronin Publishing there. So if you donate uh, 85 Canadian, you get everything uh, they put out. It's a pretty good deal. Um, so you can go ahead and do that, and I'll make sure to uh, uh, have that all go. Um, we got some donations already, which we really appreciate. Uh, one from Patty, and then I donated a little bit too. So we're up already, kicking off the night with uh, 183 Canadians. So that's a good, that's a really good start. Um, we're very happy about that. And uh, anyone else that has something here to uh, to donate, feel free to the other night. Oh, there, oh, there, there's Michael. Thank you, Michael. Or Waxor, which we'll talk about here in a moment. That's a whole other, that's a whole other spiel. Um, all right, cool. So let's kick off Avaraxis Precipice Year Two. The last year in the soul system has been one of tension, to say the least. Um, the Eros incident, as it's known, has a lot of kind of stories around it. Uh, the main line story was that it was some sort of weapons test uh, perpetrated on Belters. The question has always been, though, by who? Who did this? Uh, was it Mars? Was it Earth? Was it someone else? Or was it an alien invasion? I mean, people have been saying all kinds of uh, wild stories about this, but all it's known is that Eros got infected somehow, quarantined, and then crashed into Venus. Since then, the uh, Mars and Earth navies have uh, redeployed around the solar system, set themselves up for strategic uh, points, uh, namely focusing up around the Jovian systems and the Saturnian systems. Um, the, especially with a, with a major focus on uh, Ganymede, the breadbasket of the uh, belt. Tensions are high. And what's, what's, what's even making this even more tense is because the Navy's been so spread and they so spread thin and having their eyes on each other, they haven't been patrolling the, the, the lanes for pirates or people that are taking advantage of the situation. Um, they're not... Uh, they're not doing those those kinds of things. Um, and this means that shipping has become more difficult and more treacherous. So, when the crew of a little ship called the Sinclair that, you know, wields several, uh, a full PDC network and several torpedo tubes, and it's extremely fast and has an excellent pilot and crew, says, we can get it there and we have this, we have this kind of ship, you've been getting hired. Last year has been fairly lucrative as a shipping uh, business for uh, especially especially things and the like. So, um, your current gig uh, with the Sinclair crew of Jackrabbit, Myrtle, and Wyatt uh, has involved 
a uh, contract with the uh, Tyco Corporation, namely um, a specific, uh, very prototype kind of uh, air scrubber system that they want to that was going to be used on the Nauvoo and developed for the Nauvoo, but which is you know now just drifting somewhere on, in the belt, going around in circles, uh, doing God knows what. Uh, you're bringing, bringing it to Ganymede for some sort of new Agdome um, production. They're trying to build, build some sort of new uh, Agdome. As you come in, you get you, the ship uh, alerts you that it's being scanned by the UNN, by the MCRN. Uh, everyone's checking you out. Everyone's got eyes on you. Um, Jackrabbit, when you're bringing the ship in, I'm kind of curious, what's the... Um, What's your kind of attitude and flying about this? How, how are you dealing with the comms? Uh, you have a, a Martian asking you to send the ID over of the ship and your uh, flight path and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's all pretty standard, but they seem a little more um, aggressive about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it for you. You just hold on to your balls there, man. And I just put it on mute. Fuck all right. Man. Got a crooked cock there. Okay, okay, okay. We're coming. Here you go little bit of extra like um gunning of it so that it like feels a little bit uh too fast coming Spurk in a little bit yeah okay so yeah you you, you kind of you kind of flourish the ship a little bit and uh the martian navy naval officer comes back and says all right sinclair you're clear uh try to keep it clean in there we don't want any uh, crashes in the docks on our side of the of the rock Problem, no problem. You keep it clean over there. Whatever you're doing in that room there, huh? All right, and they, they just kind of ignore you from there on out. Um, all right. Um, down the down the uh, docks of Ganymede, one uh, Waxor Duchang. I said it right. Is it Duchang? Yes. Okay. Is it Waxor? Am I saying it right? Yes. Okay. Waxor Duchang and one Connie Chuiwi stand at the Ganymede docks, uh, dock number, it's, this is a dock number 20, Berth C, where you're waiting to pick up a cargo package from some minor kind of weird ship called the, uh, the Sinclair. Uh, it's, Ganymede's been pretty tense, uh, obviously, like, the Martians have had control of it for decades, but now it's like seeing armed troops walk the halls. Uh, there's guards everywhere. They're checking people for weapons. Um, there, there's ships in patrol above, above the, uh, in orbit, uh, making sure that you know, staying clear of the mirrors. Though it's business as usual, but there's just that extra like tension in the air. So, uh, Waxor, you have anything to? Uh, and this is you, you guys have known each other for a, a few years working together uh, Connie you're a union rep uh, for the uh, Ganymede local uh, I gotta read the, I can't remember the numbers but uh, the Ganymede local dock workers Waxworth is one of your, your better workers uh, he's, he's got a good back strong guy for a belter um, but uh, how's the yeah uh, I say uh, hey boss man uh, uh, is this our last shipment our last cargo shipment for the day as far as I know, we're just waiting for this package. Uh, I wish they hurry up so we could, I could get out of here. It's getting a little, little tense around this area. I know, I've been seeing it too. You keep your heads up. As you're standing there, this uh, uh, a pair of Martian uh, soldiers, Navy, Marines, basically kind of walking by. They're kind of the standard security wearing body armor and they have rifles sling, uh, slung over their shoulders. 
they walk past you, and one of them kind of looks over your way and says, uh, hey, uh, uh, what, what, what are you all doing here? This birth here is empty. Right, let me let me see your let me see your orders. You have a you have a reason to be here, and he's like he's basically asking to see like what your manifest is, what you're waiting for. Um, and you have all that paperwork. It's just this is just extra hassle. It kind of feels like, or you know, he's seen two two belters sit around a dock doing nothing. It's he's, you know, you're kind of thinking maybe this guy's a little suspicious. Um, what do you what do you want to do there, Connie? Fine, we've got the papers. Why you waste your time on us? Just keep going. He looks at the data pad and says. Alright, he's alright, well this needs to be this birth needs to be clear within an hour in about an hour, so we'll be back in that time hopefully your your ship has arrived. And as you and as he says that the ship kinda of, you kinda of hear the the birth start to like activate and you can hear the docking clamps go. Um Jackrabbit, you, you get the, the docking clearance, you have the clearance, uh, it's all all paperwork that Myrtle's filed for you. Um down in the uh, cargo hold, you have uh, Wyatt. You're checking the the cargo, making sure it's all secure, uh, that it's ready to get maglift out of here. Um, it's basically just a giant crate. Uh, it, it, it's it's at the it's a it's actually like a like a single pallet with like uh, four or five boxes on it. Uh, each one's sealed up. It's all contained. It has like security measures on it. Um, it, it's it's one of those things where if you really wanted to get into it, you could. But you've been told it's like air scrubbers, and it sounds pretty boring. Myrtle, you want to try to pop this ship here? Show me what you've been working on? Yeah, sure. I'd, I'd love to. This looks, you know, I wouldn't say it's easy, but, uh, you know, we've been working on this. I think uh, I think I might try my hand at, you know, trying to bring us in. Right, Myrtle, you're going to uh, do a docking maneuver here. Give me a piloting check. <laughs> my very first one. <laughs> and that's the end of the year, too. Thank you very much for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wait till I roll to see what happens. First roll of season two. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> see, look like we're piloting. Oh, excellent. So that's uh, um, 11. 11? Okay. Uh, you, you do a good enough job. Honestly, uh, you're watching this happen, Jackrabbit, and Myrtle's still learning, but you kind of catch that, like... My eyes are wide, and I'm looking at, like, Wyatt, like... Yeah, why you you're in the cargo hold? Uh, give me a give me a quick acrobatics check in the cargo hold. Dexterity. Yeah, dexterity. I'm sure that's your strong suit, right? Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, you, you, the the ship kind of rumbles. You catch yourself on one of the handholds, no problem. Uh, you're gonna see Myrtle doing this, uh, but Jackrabbit. Luckily enough, the the docking clamps do most of the work at this point. Um, so you're you're in safe uh, safe hands. Clamps, whatever they are. Yeah, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Yeah, your palms, they sweaty, huh? I yeah, feel just like a little bit. Just, just a little bit. I'm yeah. going to start using those belter curses pretty soon. Yeah, next time you just dry them off first on your pants or something, huh? Uh, I think I should do that. Well, yeah, but good job, good job. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Happy to get there. Maybe you buy me a drink because I'm teaching you so good, huh? Oh, you know I'll always buy you drinks. Um, the ship comes to dock and the airlocks all cycle through and everything's ready to go. Uh, all you have to do is uh, is why is just have the the button hit the button and uh, you'll open up right into the docks again. I mean, no problem. Yeah. All right. Um, you open it up and you see a pair of belters uh, before you. Uh, two down here, um, standing there. Uh, what do you 
uh, before the two of you, you see this uh, Martian man, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty big guy, uh, wearing a flight suit, just kind of hanging out. Uh, you can see he's got cargo behind him. Uh, what do you? What are the two of you, uh, Connie and uh, Waxer, want to do? I whisper. I mumble up another duster. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see what he got. Why? What are you gonna do? Well, we got this shipment. Where do you guys want it? And I'm following it, so. Oh, take it easy, take it easy, boss man. Yeah, yeah. Who, who driving your ship, anyways, man? Okay, hang on. Let me get the mag lift, right? I look at uh, Connie. Should I get get this going? You, you have a um, yeah. You have actually a uh, a cart to drive. Uh, it's going a fair amount. It's not just going into the dock and then being put off the side. It's actually uh, you're set up to actually bring it all the way to the new Agdome construction site. Um, it's it's marked as like a sensitive thing. You're guessing it's some sort of new scientific, like for the researchers here, the eggheads on the Ganymede. Um, they probably want to grow like a you know a half a millimeter bigger soybean or something. You know, <laughs> so, uh, and this big thing apparently will do that. So, uh, but you can, um, but yeah, you do have a cart actually, uh, Waxer. Yeah, actually, like a, like a little, little, it's not like I don't say, I don't want to say futuristic sci-fi golf cart, but that's what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get the cart, and I'll uh, start backing it up, I guess. All right, yeah, you back it in there, no problem. It's a really easy uh, drive check. Yeah, get out of the way, get out of the way. Yeah, and people are clearing the way. Uh, as you, uh, Myrtle and uh, Jackrabbit, uh, once again, this shipment is set up so like, you guys are supposed to escort it to the site to fulfill the contract, and there you have to sign for it. So it's, a, it's a lot more paperwork than usual, but you're guessing because this item's like a prototype it, it, or some sort of new device or one of a kind, uh, it needs to, they want all the eyes dotted and such. Yeah, we'll just lock everything down here and uh, get ready for the paperwork. Yeah, you do that part, metal. I don't want it anything to do with that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm taking off my pilot hat and putting on my business hat. <laughs> Are you actually wearing a hat? No, no. Okay, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if that's literal or not. I, I, it's hard to tell I sometimes. I could wear a hat, I guess, but, uh, but no. Um, so, uh, Wyatt, you come out of the hallway as uh, the belters are kind of going through. Um, Connie, you have like some paperwork for this. You have like some data for this guy to, to fill out and, and some exchanges of information there to do, some uh, basic bureaucracy stuff. It's a lot of it's just like saying this guy has it here. Uh, you verify that this cargo is what you're supposed to. It has it all scans out. The different ID checks come through. Uh, and the like. Um, uh, what's what's kind of awkward though for you is that this guy is clearly Martian. Like you can tell by his build and, and the way he, he's not like he's not wearing like MCRN gear or anything like that. But he's definitely a Martian. Um, and these these folks, I don't know, I'm not sure how Connie feels about the Martians, especially them being an occupying force of Ganymede right now. Uh, do you have any? Is there anything kind of you maybe give off to this guy or want to ask him about or prod him about? Well, it looks like your paperwork's in order. You can, uh, you and your crew can accompany Waxo as he takes it to site. Uh, are you sure this uh, package is secure? I, I think it's pretty secure, but I do appreciate everything. Um, Scott, go ahead, give me a uh, security test. You're, you're just, you're like, all right, I'll do, you know, I'll, I'll give it a double check real quick. And you're gonna just look at do a security test on the on the uh, cargo before it gets onto the cart. What's security on uh, Intelligence. Intelligence, right. 
18. Oh yeah, not both. Yeah, this thing hasn't moved. Actually, all the seals are perfect on it. Uh, you do a quick diagnostic on all the, the hermetic seals and everything. Everything comes back green lit. Um, it really could have come in better shape than if you were to like pick it up. When you, it's basically how you pick it up. Everything inside's no problem. No bangs, no dings. It's in box. We've taken very good care of it. We, so this is our job. We're here to deliver it, take it where it needs to be, and then we'll be on our way. Have you been with it since the origin? Yeah. Okay. We don't know what's, I don't know specifically what's in there, but. You you know that it's like air scrubbers and uh, like prototype air scrubbers. It wasn't secret. Like they're not like trying to like, oh, we have secret air scrubbers. It was. Loaded it up. We brought it here. Now we're ready to unload it and be on our way. Imagine at this point, Jackrabbit's coming down the thing and she's like, it born shit, man. There's nothing in there that's anything interesting. I would know. Uh, I don't even know why they want us to go with it. Like, who wants some air scrubbers and shit anyway? Uh, a jackrabbit. What's that and, belt of fin? Connie, you, you see what amounts to one of the shortest belters you've ever seen. Like, like they're under five feet tall. Um, but they're... Bouncy little, um, ta- like, kind of a new tattoo. She's got this, like, patch that, like, remember the camp, except instead of, like, this dude's face, it's, like, this belter um, guy that says, remember, remember Onyx, like, kind of on the, on the, on the thing there. Jackrabbit, welcome to Ganymede. I hope you oh, yeah. enjoy your stay. Is there a good place to drink here? Because that'll mean I enjoy my stay or not. You have to ask Waxer. Waxer, you, you, you overhear the words drinking and Ganymede and the top of the line here, especially when you have uh, some innards coming in like this, they got a little they got a little deeper pocket. Uh, you know that Ganymede gin, especially the uh, the 3023 year is excellent. Maybe you could con these people to get you to get you a uh, shot or two. I, I look at uh, Jack Rabbit you sure you're a belter? You're a little short, but yeah, I could get you some gin. Ganymede gin, uh, you could hop in the car. It's gonna take me a while. Yeah, you 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 know my you know what I like if I you mentioned gin and she's already in the cart like of course she's even said that like sliding on in. Uh, you can walk there wide in the middle. I don't know what room here. Is there, there room here it, for them? The, the cart has two seats, so they actually sit four people. And then if you want to sit in the back, Jack, right. you're welcome to sit in the back. Oh yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. You come in too. All right. I'll come on down and just you know. It's like, hello, hello. Yeah. Uh, I think all our paperwork is complete, um, and we should be good to go. I heard y'all talking about some gin when uh, when I was coming down, and um, yeah, I like gin. So maybe we'll get some gin. It, are, is it time for your shift change, you too? I just, I'm just staring at Myrtle. Like <laughs> Wax is just staring at her, like, what yeah, the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I check with my boss, man, but. Uh, Okay, yeah. We ready to go, everybody? Yeah, it's delivery. Yeah, not... let's get this done and get some drinks. All right. So it's not an issue. Y'all, y'all get uh, you lock up the ship uh, and such, no problem. Uh, the lock cycle, the ship's locked down. The um, the cart's pretty pretty straightforward cart. It's a standard issue kind of cart. You see them around all the time. You see them on Tyco. You see them wherever. Uh, they kind of have like uh, the wheels on them to deal with the low ground. You're kind of sticky. They have like a like an adhesive on them, kind of. Um, it's like a, it's like a giant post-it note, um, and so you 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 guys mount up two in the front, two in the back. Uh, Waxers, uh, who wants to drive? Is it Waxer or does Connie want to drive? Yeah. 
I'm driving. All right, Connie's driving. Uh, who wants to sit in the front with Connie? Belt us in the front. Dust us in the back. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no problem. Yeah, I go in there. I just take advantage. So, so yeah. So uh, Waxer says this to Wyatt and Myrtle that you all innards have to get in the back seat. That's okay. I just hop up. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I just slide in front and I look at the back of him and I like give him a little bit like I like. <laughs> <laughs> So, the cargo starts going through Ganymede. It's a pretty bright station. Uh, it's fairly new. It's it's gorgeous. There's a lot of money flowing in here. They feed everybody. Um, you can definitely see that they have all the uh, amenities that you would expect. So there's like plenty of places to drink, plenty of places to eat, good places to eat. Um, there's a lot of uh, a, an, an abundance, no pun intended, of fertility clinics. Uh, child care, I mean, all this kind of stuff, development, like parent, like, and like even stuff that's like you don't see out in the belt, like a place that literally does nothing but parenting classes. And it's, it's, it's just kind of, there's some weird stuff like that, but you're like, whatever. And this is a weird place. How you two end up here anyway, huh? Look at, uh, my boss. <laughs> oh, you don't see. <laughs> Oh boy, so we ended up here a long time ago with my parents and we've been here ever since. My parents, my sister, me, and just running Ganymede, helping run. All the people who want babies in the solar system come here with their hearts all broken and shit. It must be kind of funny, huh? It's a good place. It's a good place. You like it if you stay a while. Take your word for it. It looked kind of boring to me, but yeah, okay, okay. So, Wax, you're coming up to a uh, one of the checkpoints of the docks. Uh, it's it's a Martian checkpoint where they have heavy. They actually have like a pair of Marines and power armor uh, waiting there. Um, but they also have uh, probably another eight soldiers kind of just doing patrols, doing inspections and such. Um, this is to largely make sure that. Like, no one's sneaking stuff in. Uh, there's a lot of paranoia about Earthers and, and UNN folks. Um, but you've been through this checkpoint a dozen times in the last week. It, it's just, it's pretty straightforward. They probably know your face now. Um, so you're rolling up, and uh, a guy says, all right, the invoice. Here you go. We got one of yours in back. And they kind of... Kind of looks back there, and he goes, uh... Kind of nods at Wyatt and looks like, he's just like all right, yeah, whatever. Was all right, like he's kind of giving him the uh, whatever grandpa look kind of thing. All right, some old dude, and uh, he goes all right, and uh, he goes to the scan. He's like, uh, and he goes, he, he actually goes to like uh, scan everyone that's coming through. Like he's gonna do a check on you guys. Is that okay? The checks, uh, the yeah. two, the two from Gan, and you guys have had this happen over and over again. This is kind of the the operating procedure. But you submit to it, everyone. Yeah. Okay. Jackrabbit. I mean, she said usually people buy me drink first, but okay. <laughs> before they get before they get a DNA sample, right? All right. So, <laughs> so uh, he goes he, go, he goes up and he takes the sample and checks it all out. And uh, uh, Myrtle, when he when he kind of does your sample, it comes he comes back for a second, kind of takes a second, does a double look, and he goes. Uh, Can you give me? Uh, he's like uh, he looks to back and he's like, hey. Uh, Chang, give me a second. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. And he goes over to talk to like his his commanding officer. 
Can I hear what they're saying at all, or are they too far away? Give me a listen check. This is gonna be kind of hard. It's kind of noisy in here. There's like, there's like, in, like a car moving through, doors opening up. Hour, can, I, can I see what they're doing? Like, they're like, it looks like they're doing like a, a an extra check. Like it got, she got flagged. Yeah. Uh, 13. 13. You can't hear him over the noise. Um, he comes back and uh, he goes. Uh, he comes back over to uh, Waxer and he says, uh, "Yeah, you're uh, you're clear to go." He's like, he looks over to Myrtle and says, uh, "says uh, yeah, just uh, we don't get a lot of blues on this side of the station. Uh, we'll move along." I I, I imagine so. I'm not in any trouble. So, um, Ani, you kind of intuitively pick up. You look, you look back at, at this uh, Myrtle, who seems to kind of be like the manager of the group. Like you have a security person, you have, a, you have like a, a pilot, and you have like the business person, uh, which is Myrtle. Um, you're, it's kind of, it's kind of bringing up. You're pretty sure she's like either. What? Wait, what? Uh, look at the chat. Oh. Oh, it's Cypher. Hey, it's... Oh, no, wow. No, no, no. Read the chat. Sorry, interrupting here. What, what am I reading? Uh, the goal. Oh, we hit the goal. Did we hit the goal already? We just got Santa Claus. Oh, wow. Oh. We got Santa Claus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much, everyone. So, uh, we're at... You ready wow. You ready for a patty? You ready for a patty? We're at 1468 Canadian dollars. So, we, we've I almost tripled our goal. This is fantastic, people. Thank you so much, everyone. Hi, Santa Claus is... Cypher and Tia, thank you so much. That was so kind of you. Wow. Wow. Wow, thank you. Um, yeah, everyone. That's awesome. Wow, I feel like wow. crying. I feel yeah. like yeah, I feel like crying right now. That, that was a critical hit in the fields. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. thank Tiltify. Yeah, yeah Tiltify, thank you so much, too. That's awesome, you guys. Wow, thank you so much. so cool. Wow, dude. Yeah, I mean, uh... Goosebumps. Cool. You know, it's, sorry, totally derailed there. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. That's good. That, that's what we're here for is to, is to do this, and we did it. And so now, like, it's, it's this is super cool. Thank you so much. Yeah, Cypher Tier, uh, Tanya, the pass, everyone. Thank you, uh, uh, Cornerstone. I have, a, I, I, Tanya, if you're watching, every semester I have at least one student do a report on you, <laughs> and uh, the documentary on you has made it a lot easier for them. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that. So thank you so much for coming in and, and uh, helping out with all that. Super cool of you all. Um, and, and they're off to do more clothing. Is, like, is that Santa yep. cloth and that's what it's called? I'm yeah, not hit. Tilt to fly claws. Very cool. Claws. Claws. Instead of Santa claws. Claws? That is We're going to hurt ourselves thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Patty, do you have any words real quick? I'm sorry. You're, you're, you seem... I'm almost speechless. I... I... I'm so grateful, just so grateful for for the support, and I'm speechless. <laughs> You've nailed the goal, surpassed the goal in less than a half an hour. It's incredible. Yeah. Tripled the goal in half an hour, pretty much. Yeah. Wow. That's like wild. All right. So, well, thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. I will. Um, I will. I will make this up. I'll, I'll do something cool here for everybody at the end of the stream. Once we get through our, our game and everything, that's about. I'll probably do some cool, uh, and I'll do some cool on on. Uh, I'll, I'll do some cool. I don't know what's gonna be, but it's gonna be cool. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, oh, those are, if I was in high school, and I said, "Watch this! I'm gonna do something cool." Everybody, get ready to call nine one one. As we say in Texas, you know, "Hey y'all, watch this." Watch this. Like, nope. <laughs> 
Yes. Um, all right, cool. All right, awesome. Thank you so much, everybody. That was, that was fantastic. All right. So, Connie, you in, you intuitively kind of pick up that this lady in the back behind you, Myrtle, that you've been introduced to on the ship, is either involved with the the Earthers, the UN, or has been involved with the military somehow. But somehow she kind of uh, triggered an extra check. Um, I don't know how you're how you might feel about that. These are, and these are not a military crew. The people you've been told are not military. They're a private contractor. Everything all good back there, Myrtle? Anything I need to know? No, no, no. Just every once in a while, I got a, I got a kind of famous dad, and you know, in the UNN, and so people freak out about that a little bit, and uh, yeah, and sometimes it comes up because I uh, left the UNN and um, went to space. So every once in a while, something comes up. It usually has to do with my dad, not me itself. I like to call him the douche dad. No, douche dad. <laughs> it's, it's true. He did us pretty good though when we were on Luna. No, that's true. That's true. I shouldn't. Yeah. I shouldn't talk bad about him no more. It's just old habit, dude. Die hot. That's all right. That's all right. Is your daddy gonna be a problem? Oh, not at all. Not at all. We worked it out. We're fine. It just comes up every once in a while in the search, and I don't blame anybody for that. It's completely understandable. Um, go ahead. Uh, so we're gonna have Patty do her do her first roll of the game. Uh, so Patty, what you're gonna do is you're gonna grab those three dice that I sent you. You're gonna roll them. There they are. Perfect. You're gonna roll them and add them up, and then add an extra five to them and tell them what you get. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. Nice. And, and, and did you add another five to that too? That is the total. Okay. Excellent. You, uh, you suspect that Myrtle, while telling you the truth, is not telling you this is someone that has something kind of like there's something under the surface there. You're welcome to dig, um, or you're welcome to kind of let it go. But you know, there's, there's something more to this this lady in your backseat. Uh, how long ago were you at the UNN? Oh, just when I was young. You know, when you're getting out of school and you got to get something to do and. Everybody in my family go, goes and joins the military and stays there for life, but I didn't. So I was only there a few years. Just did one tour. What have you been up to since? Well, my wife and I started a shop on Ceres. That's where she's born and raised. So uh, that's pretty much what we're doing. And this, you know, having our ship and doing this business of being able to travel around, meet new people and drum up business for our store. Um, yeah, you'll have to see the slippers I got for Jackrabbit. They are so good. And, uh, you know, just try to bring some nice things to the belt because I know that, you know, on, you know, the inners all have a problem with gatekeeping comfort and joy. So. How long have you been traveling with this crew? Uh, oh gosh, let's see, two, two years, a little over two years we've been together. And don't worry, bad things only happen like uh, every other time we go places. This time should be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Ganymede's, Ganymede's fine. We're not going to any other questionable places yet. 
Yeah. Oh, I also forgot to mention too to the crew of the Sinclair. Uh, right now, because of the MCRN occupation, but also because they're, uh, especially because you're going to the uh, Agdomes, uh, being caught with like weapons is a highly punishable crime. Um, like no guns in the Agdomes type situation. Um, it's very. It's kind of reminds you what what like the laws are like on Luna and Mars, where you know you don't. We don't need a random shot killing the whole block. <laughs> what it comes down to. Um, so I want to make sure you guys are aware of that. Uh, you might, if you have like maybe like a knife on you or like a baton, which I know you guys have plenty of batons. Um, uh, you can you can have that, but no uh, no irons. We can use knife. All right. So um, the path continues on. You get through the major checkpoint. You're coming out. Um, the uh, most of what, what what you're going through is like tunnels. It's it's not like really like you kind of get out of the main part of the station and start going to a tunnel to like a and you can see through some of the windows here and there. There's a big construction project on this side of Ganymede being built on the ice. Um, that they're actually it looks like they're building um, new ag domes that are kind of bigger, more advanced. Um, they have like optimized uh, new kinds of like uh, glass or, or uh, plastics or whatever it is. They can bring in more light. They're angled for, uh, with, and they're going to be used in conjunction. You're guessing with some sort of new mirror system to bring in more more sunlight and such. Um, it's a pretty impressive project, and uh, you guys are not above making your making a little bit of scratch off of the this whole this whole big uh, project. Um, let me have everybody at the table roll uh, the dice. So everybody roll the dice and add your uh, scene to it. So Patty, you just add an extra uh, three to it. Let me know what you get. Seeing is perception or intelligence? Perception. Perception, okay. 15. Four? 10. 10. Seven. <laughs> 16. Very nice. Black Star, 11? Okay. Uh, those got a, a 13 or above, which I think was uh, Jackrabbit. Uh, oh, wait, was Jack, 10. You got 10? Okay, so it was Jackrabbit. Uh, was it Quiet got 13? Yeah, I got a 15. You got 15? And then Myrtle did bad, and then... Oh, I see. So uh, both Myrtle and Connie, um, you, you're kind of going along, and you can see along outside um, kind of an odd thing, which is like people walking around. Um, in suits, there and you're uh, you've seen them around, Connie, so you know what they are. Myrtle, you identify them going back to your time in the military, uh, but they're power armor. Um, there's probably about you're guessing probably about um, ten Mickey's out there, so uh, MCRN uh, Marine or MCM Marines, yeah, Marshall Marine Corps. And, um, and in addition, you can see one of their uh, large walkers, so like one of the uh, four meter tall walking mechs out there as well um, on patrol. Um, this is a lot of firepower and honestly like probably more firepower than like outside of the like, shit you would see like this is these guys are lethal. Why is there so much security here? Um, are you asking me or are you, ask, are you asking yourself? The two belters, the two belters, the, the Waxer and Connie. It's a lot of security for well, I mean, it's it's it, as you're on your on your entry here, it's pretty obvious that like the Martians are uh, occupying this location, and then the the UNNN is also has a has a place of this moon as well. Um, but as far as like your 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 knowledge of the military, since you're also ex-military, um, 
you're guessing that like they're on uh, just patrolling like the border of where the the Martian line and the UNN line is. Um, but as far as being focused on this area specifically, uh, you're not really sure the tactical point of it is. It's just a farm, or it's a potential farm. Uh, Waxer or Connie, do you have an opinion on this you want to share with our Martian friend? I just say, uh, just keep your head down. Don't, don't, uh, don't, don't know what's going on with the trouble, but just, just, uh, I don't know what's happening. <clears throat> nobody trusts nobody. You just keep your nose clean and just stick with us. Follow your lead. Not a bad move. Um, really don't want to get shot, you know. <laughs> he real good at that though, man. He good at getting shot. I pay he to like, see. I pay to yeah. see a Nick, uh, Martian shoot a Martian. Just kidding. <laughs> Jeez, that was dark. I. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're guessing. Like, it's just it's two superpowers uh, posturing over farmland and as far as you're concerned waxer these guys just day to day make your job harder or make it take longer not even harder just make it take longer yeah they, yeah they just they just make everything tougher man uh, everybody watching us checking our papers uh who we just trying to i just trying to do my job no nobody trusts nobody around here it's crazy we're just trying to get get things built you know understand and you're just trying to like feed everybody, right? I mean, what's, I don't know. I don't know, this seems really, really strange. Yeah, it's really stuff. Yeah. Um, pulling into the dome, uh, you guys get waved on in, no problem. There's like construction workers, uh, it's another union. This is not your guys' union, this is not uh, the dock workers' union. But they know, you guys kind of see them around, you know the guys at the checkpoints, they come through and pick up stuff all the time, you make deliveries here. Um, you know you know, you know the, the front guy, named, his name's Ed, uh, nice fella, has a family here on Ganymede he's been raising, likes a lot. He's not making a lot of money, but he's but he's definitely happy. Um, he, comes, he comes on up and he sees uh, Waxer, he goes, hey, Waxer, Connie, how you guys doing today? What you, uh, what you bringing in today? We got this crew in this special package just bring it in on through it's like it's gonna take five of you to unload all this how heavy is it he's like looking at it like he's trying to hear like five people with it he's like hey ed they're just coming for the gin you help me with that later <laughs> help you with it i'll do it myself <laughs> yeah. yeah get us get us a couple bottles of that for for them yeah, well, he's like, well, I'll tell you this much, when we get this thing up and running, that gin's gonna flow like no problem. That price will tank down. They're gonna be making plenty of it. No problem here. The, the berries will be growing. It'll be premium. But uh, yeah, uh, oh, so you checked all out. Everything's there. Yeah, uh, you're taking that to, to Dome 2. Uh, make sure you uh, you know where it is, Waxer. It's the, it's the third left right there. Just go ahead and uh, head on in there, bring it into the dome. Uh, once again, everybody, he's like, kind of, he kind of puts his hands up, gets up on a thing, like to talk to the rest of the people that aren't familiar. He says, uh, "Please be careful. The the dome is fragile. It's still new. We haven't done all of the reinforcements on it. Uh, we don't want you to uh, break the the, uh, the seals on it. Uh, try to make sure also when you're in there, if you're uh, on the the east side of the dome." Make sure you're wearing safety glasses. We haven't completely gotten all the tinting done on that section, and those uh, I don't want I don't want to come in there and see a pile of ash uh, where one of the mirrors uh, dinged you. Okay. All right. Thank you. 
All right, go on through. I need waves you on through, Waxer. Alright, thanks, Ed. Alright. You both go through it, and you guys see people working. Um, it reminds you, it's kind of weird, uh, Jackrabbit, uh, Myrtle, and uh, Wyatt. It kind of reminds you of Tycho Station, people working on really advanced tech. Uh, lots of Belters, there's quite a few Earthers here too, some Martians working. Uh, there's no MCR in here. Um, there's no like one. No one's really in uh, patrol gear. You're guessing that if the ones the ones that are in patrol gear are the ones outside the dome and the power armor. Um, but uh, it kind of reminds you of Tycho Station a little bit. Like there's really advanced tech being worked on. Uh, the future being laid out in front of you. Um, Myrtle, you know, like stuff like this is what keeps you and your wife in business. Um, this is where it starts and it just grows literally uh, for all of you. Um, anyone have any comments before you before we mosey on into the dome for the delivery? I'm, I'm looking for you know signs of like dollar signs, ching ching, and about like where the future of this would go, and how I might be able to come up with some kind of contract with some people. So I'm gonna keep my ears open for that, just, you know, because I'm excited about agriculture uh, uh, technology, even though I don't know anything about it, but I know that it'll feed people and it'll make nice things and and then I can sell the nice things. Uh, anyone else? We're good. You pull up into the Ag Dome, no problem. Um, the, uh, it, it looks like uh, you can see the different workers there. Uh, there's a, there's a, a, a gal named uh, Jocelyn. She kind of, uh, she kind of sees you walking in. Uh, she's kind of an older earther. Uh, she's got like the ropey muscles, kind of sees you coming on in. Uh, you've seen her unload stuff. She used to be, she's worked the docks a few times, but hasn't worked there for probably 10, 15 years. Comes in and says, hey, Connie Waxer, uh, what, are we, uh, what are we putting away today? Is this the, uh, this the XA117? She's kind of using the techno lingo. Yeah, it just got here with this crew, and we're just coming to drop it off. Okay. Like they asked. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we will put it over there on that side of the the, the section. Uh, Waxer, you're 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 registered for the uh, for the mech. You want to go use that mech over there? Yeah. Unload it. Yeah. Connie, when he said when she says this, that's off an alarm bell in your union rep head. This is not a Docker Union mech. Waxor should not be using it. He's not insured. You want to have any comments about that? Or you want to say, I, I mean, it would help get the job done a lot quicker? Uh, Waxor, hold on. Yeah. Jocelyn, do you have an operator for that mech? I mean, Waxor's Waxer's from the docks. docks. He's a good worker. He's not going to. I think he can't lift these things and put it through the dome. He'll be plenty safe. Of course he could, but we'd rather have one of your. Uh, just to be sure. Uh, she pulls her data pad. She's like, I can get McMichael's over here in 30 minutes. Can you guys wait? Or Jack, I could do it for you. I mean, that's just. Oh, yeah. I no problem. If I get hurt, no problem. I feel like I'm, I'm, I hate doing this for characters when, 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 like, I hate doing this for characters, but both Connie and Jaslina, like, look at Jack Rabbit Sante and say, no, absolutely not. What? I can fly anything. I can drive anything. Okay, fine. Uh, no. No. Yeah, they're lost, Jackrabbit. Don't worry about it, little one. They got a guy. They got somebody come do it. All right. We we'll wait. All right, little. All right. Well, you go wait. And uh, sorry for the delay. But uh, yeah, we got we got hold up. Damn, Mickey Patrol, man. Those uh, 
bunch of my workers kept on gawking at the armor, talking about, why don't we have that? Why do we got to use mechs? Why can't we use the power armor? And I'm like, we can't afford the power armor. And then they're like, well, can we get the power armor? You, you know how it is. It's a whole production with them. Ah, all right. She walks off and uh, she leaves you there in the dome. You guys got some time in the dome to take a look around and poke around and kind of get a feel for it. I'll look around a little bit. So okay. I just um, they haven't start, They haven't start, started bringing in the substrate. So like the the soil and everything. Uh, that's that's like the last thing they're gonna do right now. The dome is constructed. It is uh, sealed. Um, you can see that right now. Uh, actually, give me an engineering check, uh, Wyatt. See if you're a smart guy. Don't break the glass. Yeah, don't tap on it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Wyatt, tap, tap, tap on, on the glass. Yeah. What happened? Hey, hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. <laughs> Got a 15. 15. Um, so the first thing you look at is you actually, they do have the safety measures on it. The, bliss, the emergency blister packs on it are set up. So if the dome does crack, you guys won't die immediately. Um, uh, and you can see that there is, uh, they, they have like uh, like some suits, some emergency back suits, all the safety gear is set up. Um, you can see the one section of the dome where they're talking about like the, the rays coming a little bit brighter. It's not that bad, like you're not gonna burst into flames. Like they're they, they kind of joking about it, it seemed like. But it definitely like, uh, there's a little bit more clear in there. You're kind of, uh, you're kind of guessing that the, um, uh, what's it called, the, uh, the radiation there might be a little bit heavier than the other sections at this point. Um, but you can see the ice, no problem. It's actually a gorgeous view to see. Um, it's it's weird being in an open dome like this. Uh, you you would see stuff like this maybe on a few places on Mars, but not too often. More like what we've seen on Luna. Uh, Luna, actually not. They actually do most of it underground on Luna. Um, yeah, it's, it's much closer to the sun. You would see this on occasionally on like some uh, like Londres Nova and the capital cities on Mars, but not like just this isn't just done regularly. Is there a lot of like you guys have to worry about like space debris hitting these things and, you know, just a moon. It wouldn't take that much of an atmosphere to stop pebbles and trash and um, how this all works. Do you uh yeah, you guys, I mean, you guys know about that stuff, and it's it's kind of like most of it burns up. There is a small a light atmosphere, but uh, the domes are registered to take certain amounts of pressure. It, it don't keep me up at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Micrometeors are kind of like a way of life for the belters. You, they kind of accept it, so it's not really an issue. Yeah, um, stay here longer. You see you see one, one of them bright rocks come down, but yeah, no big deal. We always take this long to do things, you know. Here, it feels like every yeah. time we go, somebody will ask a question: "What you doing? Where you going? Where your paper? Now you can't use this. No fence there. Uh, about your friend here not using the thing. I bet he. I, I would have liked to see him do that personally, just because I think it's fun. But I mean, it <laughs> always take that long for everything here like that. It's a lot. Lots of red tape, little one. Lots of red tape. Yeah, ever since the Martians they came down, everything take longer, way longer. Yeah, that's one thing you've you've been kind of going around the station is the tape got a lot redder. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and it's been about a year now of the Martian occupation ramping up, and it's just gotten worse and worse and worse. Um, yeah. To get, yeah, to get my mech license for this for this thing would take me 
way longer than it did before. So yeah, we gotta wait. Otherwise, you're gonna lose your arm or something using that thing. Yeah, uh, Connie, like one thing that kind of comes to your head when they're talking about this is that based on kind of what you know about Waxor, or what you don't know about him, he would not pass a background check if he was trying to come on board now with the Martians. They would have they would have fixed him in a second. <laughs> um, so he's not. He's you're kind of just really sure where he's, where he's from and all that kind of stuff. But it's just, yeah, it's kind of a weird situation. She a good boss. We worked. I worked with her a long time. <laughs> yeah, Waxel works hard. He gets the job done. Sometimes too helpful, but that's really <laughs> um, you guys are standing in this uh, alone, uh, alone earther kind of comes in and goes, Hey, uh, hey, McMichael's here, guys. Uh, I'm just here to, I gotta get your stuff, I gotta use the mech and get your stuff off into the, uh, the shelter there, and then we can go sign off and, uh, we can get this all done and let you, let you get back on your way. No problem. Sound good? Yeah. All right. Thank you. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of walking and talking. He goes, uh, I heard some words about Jin there, Max. Are we doing that tonight again? He goes over to get his mech. He's just putting it on. Yeah, you know it. Like, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Waxor, you might take a look at the at the right knee on this thing. Uh, uh, I, I look over at uh, Connie just to make sure. I, okay, look at this. Thing. He can look, but he can't touch. <laughs> <laughs> I said, okay. And I, yeah, I'm gonna inspect it to see uh, if everything's okay. Like, oh, there it goes. It's, I got it. I it's, it's a little stiff here. We don't, I haven't got on here for a little bit. He goes, all right, this one is uh, going to, to, bay, to bay two, all right? He puts it in, starts lifting up the stuff, starts walking with it. He's kind of not paying attention to him, talking. And he's like, uh, yeah, so uh, the three, what, what about the three of you here? Why, why do we have the big crew today? Hey, Myrtle, why do we have to be here anyway? What, what did they say in the, in the thing about taking this thing here? This seems like a lot of stuff. We should have just dropped it off. Yeah, I know. Normally we'd do that, but that was that was the contract that we signed that we gotta, you know, make sure that we see it get brought in and and it delivered properly. Really need to start looking at these contracts before. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that would be helpful if somebody else looked at them besides me, because you know I, mean, I might miss them sometime. Did you at least make them uh, pay a little more for this extra stuff? You know, you were being well compensated. Yes. Oh, well then fine. That no problem. Yeah, no we're problem. not doing all this extra. This extra stuff and not getting paid for it. Tony, why, why stand there and watching the, the mech trying to bring stuff across the, the dome? Um, in the distance, you 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 kind of uh, behind the mech, you kind of see like like a a flash, like over the kind of the edge of the horizon, like outside the dome. What's that? And then another one, and another one, another one, another one. You start seeing like tons of flashes. Uh, coming from like looks like beyond a crater or something like that, like like uh, or uh, like a like the ice kind of shelf out the distance. Wax, do you see that? Yeah, they ain't no uh, meteorites. Yeah, McMichael's is kind of he's up a little higher in the mech, kind of looks like what the hell is that? Hey, can you see that, McMichael's? He's like, yeah, yeah. But he goes, he gets on the comments. Let me go. He's like, what's going on up there? And like they're everyone's, you know. We see any of the uh, power armor guys? Are they? Headed that you way. want to take a look? I'll give you a steam test. Yeah. Why oh, it's kind of taking a look outside. Really bad. <laughs> Seven. That's your lucky number. Um, so you're looking out there, and you're you're kind of you can see the flash out the distance, but you don't see anyone uh, specifically moving around. Um, anyone else? Just say yeah. to the the two belters that I say. Remember when I said every other time we run into <laughs> trouble. 
last time was just fine, so I feel kind of like maybe, and I already got my baton like out. Okay, so you like put out, she pulled out like a cloth baton, like she's like getting nervous. I'll take a look actually. I probably All right. got a good scene. Alright, you go over, do you want to get close to the end of the dome or do you want to like, yeah. like okay, you get close to the end of the dome, try and take a look. Alright. I'll take a look. Rubber necking hard here. Alright. Oh, I got three sixes. Do the devil, boy. Three. Wow. All right. yeah. So you roll you roll hard, and I'll push the churn. Yeah. And as you're standing there, you're, you're kind of like looking out at the distance. And um, you uh, you can see like what looks to be probably like half a dozen people in power armor, like maneuvering around way in the distance. Uh, you can't, you're not sure because like it's all it's all icy on the surface. It's really hard to tell the color of them. You're not sure. Uh, oh, you roll really high actually. Uh, you you think they're they're Martians, and it looks like they're firing at something. And you can also see some big rounds coming off the mech. Uh, I go, uh, uh, Spark. It looks like uh, something's going down. The the Martians they're out there, maybe fighting the the Earthers. We well, we should uh we should maybe move. Get, I don't know if there's some, something's going on. They're, they're blasting rounds. Is there a safer place than these domes? The station would be safer, and there's also kind of like a tunnel, like a tunnel section off the domes that kind of connected. That'd probably be a lot safer. I think I think we should move there. I don't want I don't know what's going on out there, but I don't want to be a part of it. I look at the boss boss man. I go, Bonnie, uh, I kind of look at the cart. Like, should we get in it? Yeah, let's get in the cart. The package has been delivered. You guys, you guys, sign all the paperwork. Where you guys? Oh, my God, he's saying that. Um, uh, Wax, you kind of take a look back, and you see like the big, the one, the one thing you can really kind of see clearly is the mech, which is like you've seen the Martians have them; they're pretty impressive. You see it like kind of like spin, or, like spin a little bit. You can see the cannon on it spinning towards uh, your direction, and you see one blast from it go off, and the world just goes to like, like crystallized glass. Oh man! You see the um. All of you see the dome begin to kind of like uh, you see a shatter through the dome as part of a, 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 a pan the, the dome begins to kind of rain down on you slowly into the gravity. Um, I need everyone to make a uh, constitution uh, stamina check. Uh, so, uh, Addy, roll uh, the the dice and add two to it. Told you not to touch your glass, Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Tappy, <Tapping> weakened it. <laughs> Got twelve. Very nice. All right. Ten. Ten. Eleven. Fifteen. 11. What are we rolling again? Uh, stamina. Constitution stamina. Yeah. What did you get, uh, Jack Rabbit? I got an eleven. Okay. Which included my plus five. Oh. Very yeah. low. Earl, you got a plus. Uh, so I got seventeen. Seventeen. All right, you're good. Uh, Wyatt. Seventeen. I got ten. Okay, and then uh, Patty, what'd you get? I got twelve. Twelve. Okay. As the as the, the shattering goes, uh, you feel an immediate decompression. Of uh, those of you that uh, so this would be Jack Rabbit, Connie, and Myrtle. Uh, the three of you all lose. Um, I gotta roll real quick here. Uh, you all lose thirteen fortune. Uh, that would mean over. I would have got a ten. I got. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sorry, you two. I'm sorry, you two. Yeah, sorry. Those those that got below uh, uh, twelve or below. Sorry. Um, Wait, how much did we lose? Thirteen. Fortune. Imagine so, I'm standing there going like, oh, why well, no, 
watch that thing just—it's like it looked like it about to. Oh shit! And, and as and as Jack is saying this, you can you can hear her voice getting fainter and fainter as the auction as the air is like escaping the thing. Um, you see McMichael's there, kind of like uh, spin the mech around uh, to protect himself, um, and the like. Uh, probably not a good maneuver to make in, in such a big machine. But you do see the emergency blister uh, seal it up uh, as the glass uh, as the glass still continues to fall. Um, staying there, uh, you see the mech that McMichael's is in is kind of gone still. Um, he's you can't see what's going on with him, but you can see it kind of not moving as it once was. Um, you hear like uh, emergency signals going on, like the lights are flashing, the klaxons are going on. You can hear people kind of like uh, yelling about stuff out 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 the uh, in the not the hallway, but like the connecting tubes and everything. Um, what do you guys want to do? I'll run over to the guy in the mech and see how he's okay. doing. Right? Uh, you come over to him and you see him like, ah, oh, and you can see like it looks like when he like reacted fast to the uh, the glass falling to protect himself, he actually like pulled his arm too hard on the mech, and it looks like it actually like broke his arm. Right. Do you think you can get out, or do you uh, need some Yeah, he's like, yeah, I, uh, he's like, yeah, undo that buckle. Uh. Um, and you can you can undo his buckles are probably easy. Yeah. Okay, you get him out. Bring him on the ground. You guys can see this guy is like wounded. His arms like pretty busted. Uh, he's, he's oh, he's, what the hell was that? The Mickey's just here patrolling. Why are they fighting? Who's firing? And you I don't guys, know, but I don't really want to stay in this little dome anymore. I think we should go somewhere a little safer. We yeah, we gotta get out. And uh, grab a back suit too. Okay, so you guys see a waxer going off to his like his like safety train. You go over and grab one of the emergency uh, vac suits. Uh, in this dome right now, because of like the way that they were having the workers going, like they don't expect this many people to be here. Wax, there's only four emergency back suits. Okay, I throw one to the boss. <laughs> okay, Union, Union first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Union regulations. If I had to give my supervisor one first. And then I go, I look at the rest of you guys, and I said, there's two more. And I said, I did give Mark, it to Metal and, all, and Wyatt. You give it to them. Yeah. I said, Big Michaels, you got insurance, man. Get up and get out of here. Like I was like, oh. <laughs> And he's like on his back looking up, and uh, Wyatt, as you're sitting there watching him, uh, you see his like eyes start getting really wide. Uh, which way is he looking? He's, look, he's on his back looking up. I'll look up, see if I see anything out of the you, As a kid, Wyatt, back on Mars, you watched movies, and you saw some Earth movies, and you remember, especially around the holidays, you saw these like kind of like Christmas movies, and they always have like a scene where like people have like snow and stuff, and like this kind of like falling like ice water from the sky, it kind of glistens. This is always kind of fun looking, and like you know, hearing about like it raining diamonds on Neptune and all this kind of stuff. It looks like it's raining diamonds outside. Outside of the dome. Outside of the dome, like it's getting ready to start raining. Like like you can see, but you can see all this like kind of like flickering. Like confetti coming out of the uh, out of orbit, like towards the dome. I'm gonna pick up the guy and throw him on my shoulder and okay. start telling everybody to run. Okay. So you don't you don't even bother put on the back suit. Uh, let's go to Myrtle. What are you gonna do? Um, I'm gonna just like freaking run and <laughs> okay. make sure I've got Jackrabbit with me. Okay. Jackrabbit, you're being attempted to be dragged. I'm I'm going with. And I'm grabbing those back suits that they didn't put on. I'm okay. like, Grabbing your arms. You gotta at least have these things, and I'm hauling okay. with them, dragging behind me. Honey and Waxer, you two are responsible union workers and put on your back suits. <laughs> 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 well, well, they panic. I got my PPE, I got my goggles, yes. my back suits, yeah. I have a vest. 
I kind of yell at them like, uh, "Bring McMichaels, you gotta uh, go this way. Come with us." Like right. if I know the where to take everybody, you know. Yeah, you're, well, you can, the cart the cart is in the dome with you, and you can go get it fired up. Uh, the yeah. the back. Uh, the, the bed in the back, you could lay McMichaels down. It ain't gonna be a nice ride for him, but it would probably, he, he probably is not gonna be the best sitting up either. You could probably put someone back there with him if you want to. All right, I'm gonna go fire up the All car. right, so you could, you get, yeah, you turn on the, the, the engine. It's not a fast truck. I mean, it's not like, you know, you're not gonna sit there and just like rev it, but it, it will get you faster than on foot. Okay, so you get in the front seat. Everybody else, why uh, uh, you manage to get McMichaels in the bed, no problem. Uh, the, the rest of you kind of pop in the seat. I guess I'm going to assume why it's in the back. Yeah. Okay. Belt, belt is uh, in the front. You need locals only, man. <laughs> um, why? Give me a medic. Give a, do you have medicine? No. Okay. Well, give me. Well, give me. Well, who wants? Okay. Well, you're not. You're not in the back with them because you decided to get a ride. Yeah, uh, why? Give me. I don't it. even know that guy. Why you bring that coil here anyway? Uh, he's good. He's good. Why? Give me a uh, give me an intelligence check. Did you try to like try to like uh, do some medicine action on him? Try to help him out a little bit. See if you can stabilize him. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you kind of check him out and like you go into some really basic. Uh, you you kind of make a basic splint. There's like a, a wrench in the back seat, and you can kind of like do a basic splint with the wrench and some duct tape. Um, it ain't pretty. Yeah, it ain't pretty, but. It's it's gonna keep his arms straight and probably from him like his you know bones going bad on him and all that kind of stuff too. It's better than nothing. Oh yeah, um, McMichaels, you're gonna be great, man. You're gonna get that check, the credits from the insurance. You're gonna be fine. You could be a retire early. I'm just like keeping up. <laughs> a good union rep. All right, uh, <laughs> but um, Waxer, uh, give me a drive test. Give me a dexterity drive test. Nice. I'm rolling good today. Okay, 11, 12, 12 plus five, seventeen. 17 very nice all right so you're, you're you're you kind of punch it you're driving pretty uh pretty hard you're getting ready to go for the uh the gate here as you do uh the first drops of this diamond rain begin to come through the dome uh a a piece of the dome comes and like crashes right off the side of the ship you can see it like a, a big pane of glass like a big sharp almost triangle of it like sticking out of the ground where it struck and penetrated the ground um, definitely would have uh, taken off more than a few inches of your hair, you know, type situation. Um, you're going, you kind of, you kind of dodge off the neck that one. Uh, and what did you have the dodge on that one, by the way? Uh, six. I got a six. And you're killing today, dude. Why? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess, honest, ate up all your bad rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, give me another drive test as you're as you're going through. Okay, so that's a 9, 11, and uh, 16. Where's your other drama die? 4. 4? Okay, pretty good. You're coming up, and uh, you're about to, like, get through the gate into the into the tunnel when a piece comes right through, uh, like, a piece of debris comes right through the, that tunnel, uh, smashing through the thing, causing a, a hard leak. Um, there is not a blister. This is not like the dome where it has the automatic blister. It's penetrated like a double hull of the uh, station. Uh, you can see the air start to escape this section right here pretty bad. And there's also a fair amount of debris for the uh, the truck to go over. Uh, once again, uh, these carts have like the sticky wheels. They're not meant to go over like rough terrain. Uh, this ain't looking good. This not good. Meanwhile, I'm like trying to shove the stuff on Myrtle. like. 
put the stings on. You, you gotta put this on. You too, Wyatt. And I'm throwing the other one at him. Oh, uh, I'll put it on. Yeah, okay. I'll put it on too. All right, so the two of you, like you're getting, uh, you guys are getting dressed while this is going on. Um, there's kind of a, uh, a section of the of this tunnel that's like now like uh, obstructed for sure, along with a, uh, a pretty good sized leak in the ceiling of the of the air. Uh, what, do, what does everyone want to do uh, to try to help this out? I, I see two people with back suits now. We have Waxer, with, uh, the driver. We have Connie, kind of, I don't want to say supervising. <laughs> and then we have Jack Rabbit, who is the woman of action. Uh, there are there are like emergency blister packs. Uh, you can go and like you can kind of put it on that piece if you want to. Why you can yeah, go I'm grab gonna, one. Yeah. I'm gonna go try to do that. All right. I, I look at uh, Connie and I'm gonna ask. Um, um, should we stay on the cot? Is a is a tunnels we we could walk use and walk through instead if we can't drive no more? I think there's tunnels tunnels down this way, but we have to be careful because of the the breach in the in the roof. Uh, can Mick Michaels walk? Can he walk? He, 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 you hear, he says, ah, yeah, I'm gonna need a little bit of help, uh, with any kind of difficulties, but I, I can do a little bit. I'm not, I'm, I don't want to slow you guys down, though. Okay. Is there, uh, there's, I'm imagining golf cart, so. Yeah, it's like a big golf cart. Is there a, like, a roof to Yeah, you could, yeah, you could get on top of it, yeah. <laughs> you can get on uh, top of it. I mean, that wasn't where I was going, but, like, <laughs> now I am. Now I'm gonna go there, so, yeah. <laughs> Now she gonna like I just want to get up top and just see if there's like um, any pathways that are blocked or just to make sure like um, uh, you're, you're looking down the tunnel and you can see the tunnel goes on to the main uh, conduit that then goes into the main station where Ganymede's much more protected this is still being under construction so it's not complete that's why it, it penetrated so easily um, you're kind of looking at this as you can feel like like the air being sucked out of the tunnels uh, by you um, why it's going to try to like blister it up here. Uh, what about Myrtle? Um, I'll try to help the, um, uh, our friend here. You know, I know he's got a broken arm and all that, but uh, if there's anything that maybe we could get him off the cart, if we're going to do the walking. Okay. So I think we're I'm just kind of seeing what, you know, what Connie says that there's, you know, that we might be able to, you know, go ahead and get through this. Um, to pre prep him for being able to, you know, have him lean on me um, until Wyatt's done. Um, Connie, I'm not as strong as Wyatt, but at least I can be helpful. Connie, while all these people are panicking, essentially, uh, <laughs> looking back at, and they're talking about uh, McMichael's in the back, uh, you know there is a med kit on board the cart. I, I pull it out, I open it up, I give him some painkillers, mm -hmm. uh, help with some of the scratches he might have got stop from bleeding uh, give me a roll roll the dice and add four to it this is your tell you're gonna try to go fix him up a little bit here with the with the med kit see how much how, how, you can help him out kind of go through your training here four uh, that's 13. Okay, 13. Yeah, you give the painkillers uh, that's the first thing you give them you go in there and you, you clean up his wounds and kind of disinfect what there is um, his wound didn't breach the skin, so there's no blood or anything like that, but uh, he's definitely internally uh, having some problems. The painkiller, and you can see like the makeshift splint he's been given will probably be good enough for the ride, um, but the painkillers will definitely help him walk a little bit better and not worry about his arm as much. Um, he feels a little bit better. Uh, it also has a little bit of amphetamines in there just kind of give him a little bit of a perk just to keep him a little bit aware. Um, but yeah, he seems he's like, oh, geez. He's like, okay. He's like, yeah. He's like, hey. He's like, these off worlders they don't they don't know all the, all the tricks we do huh? <laughs> he kind of he's trying to laugh through it a little bit 
Um, he's like, he's like, thanks, so thanks, Chewie. We appreciate it. You're, you guys, are, you guys are good workers. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You stay with us, McMichaels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. He um, uh, oh. Meanwhile, there's a banging on the roof, and I'm like, keep going faster. Um, Why you go you, so slow? Oh, so grab your the, the debris in the hallway first, and then uh. Real quick, give me an, engine, an intelligence check, uh, Wyatt, so see if you can blister this thing up. Fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Yeah, putting the blister pack up is not a big deal. Uh, it, it goes over real easy. It kind of creates like a like a quasi semicircle around it. It, it. it keeps the pressure in. You can see the pressure pushing out on it. You kind of fill in the hole a little bit there with some foam and everything. Um, it'll hold. It, it's, it's not going to be able to take another hit. Like if you wanted to rip it open, you could rip it open with your bare hands, honestly. But it is now uh, sealed up, so the the de depressurization is not occurring as fast. Um, you can hear more stuff hitting the domes uh, up and down. You guys start hearing sounds. You can see people running through the halls up ahead of you, uh, not so sure like what they're do what they're doing. That they're trying to get out. Are the obstacles something that Waxer could move? You can, yeah, you can go over and try to clear it. Yeah, if okay, you want yeah. to. Yeah, well, when I see him doing the ballista pack, I, instead of like just seeing all of that's happening, he's going to run up and I'm just going to try to physically move, clear the road so we can get the car. Yeah, I'll drop down and, and help. Okay. Um, you... I look at, uh, I, yeah, I, I assume uh, either um, Connie will get, you know, start driving the car or whatever, get ready to go. Yes, Connie, you jump in the driver's seat. You see Waxer start picking up these pieces of like debris, like these like chunks of metal. Um, all of you are pretty shocked, except for Connie, that like you've like this belter can lift. Like he's picking out some heavy stuff uh, and just like putting the side uh, almost like inhumanly. Um, probably strong. Uh, kind of reminds you of uh, me when you guys met uh, Hank back on a series station. Uh, he might be able to give Hank a good run for his money in a, in a wrestling match if he wanted to. Um, but you, uh, yeah, you watch him like uh, kind of move all the stuff, no problem, real easy. Um, the path gets clear, Connie. Uh, do you want to start moving? Hang on back there. We're going through. Good right. job, Wexner. The, the ride kind of hey, like. I help, man. Me too. I help. <laughs> As I'm like carrying tiny pieces of metal. Right. Yeah, you, yeah. He brought the shovel. You brought the broom. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you go ahead. You, you kind of move the uh, the stuff around, and you get it out of the way well enough. You guys move the cart through of the tunnel. People, uh, you guys see a good part of the crew here is going down the uh, conduit out towards uh, the main station here. Um, you can see a few carts. Um, no one's really on foot. It looks like they had enough carts out here. To, they're probably carting in and out. because It is like a few kilometer uh, drive from the main station. Um, you, you guys get out of the hallway. You're done the back end of it, uh, having had to take care of McMichaels and the, the breach and everything. Um, you're, you're giving it, uh, how much gas do you want to, or Juice electricity, do you want to give this thing, uh, Connie? How fast do you want to try to go? Do you want to try to push it as hard as you can? Do you want to keep it mellow? Give it the uh, juice! I'm, I'm, going <laughs> at a, I'm going at a good click. I'm going right. pretty quick okay. here. We don't know what's going okay. on yet. All right, roll, um, uh, roll the dice and add three to it for your driving skill. Uh, 12. All right. You keep it together. Um, it, it's kind of hard. You're not used to driving them this fast, and especially with this much, uh, this fast with this much, this. Not this much weight. These things are actually made to have a lot more weight in them, um, and you're you're kind of going off a little bit. Uh, at one point, you almost swerve into one of the walls. You're not. This thing wouldn't penetrate the wall, but it could definitely damage the wall. Um, but you're you're keeping it on track. It's it's hard to control it with this many people, and you're the adrenaline's going. We'll say. <laughs> um, as you guys do, uh, Myrtle, uh, Wyatt, 
and Waxor, and actually Jackrabbit too, for all of you except for uh, Connie. Uh, give me a scene test. Sixteen. Twelve. 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 Myrtle. Eighteen. Eighteen. All right. Um, the Myrtle. You can kind of see through the windows out here as you guys are going up the, the the tunnel. Uh, are two military people. You can kind of spot the military action going on there. It looks like there's a pretty good sized skirmish. Something took down one of those uh, mechs, and you can see there's still a firefight with about uh, at least five more Marines. The thing that's kind of tripping the two of you out is like you don't know what's firing at them. And you can also see in the sky, like there's like fire, there's like uh, like streams of PDC fire and some explosions going on in the sky above. It looks like they're actually engaging in orbit right now. Uh, the MCRN and UNN. You're guessing there's probably like, I mean, there's got to be two dozen ships up there firing on each other. Okay. Um, is it possible to get a line out to like my dad or or something? Um, maybe see what kind of coming over the. You, you anything could, streaming? Um, you could contact your dad. will take a few hours because he's back on Luna. Right. Um, and so that's assuming that, like, communications aren't jammed up in orbit from... They're not jamming everyone's communications. Um, right. You could try to pick up the stream, though. There, you, do get, you guys all are getting emergency alerts on your data pads saying, like, you know, uh, domes compromised. There's, like, a few... There's quite a few of them around the station being compromised. Um, there's only like one or two that have been catastrophically damaged where like they're just completely in vacuum now and they've been sealed up. But um, the ones you guys are in are not on that system because they're still new construction. Um, but you can see the path we're going is safe. Like there will be uh, security. Um, but it does look like uh, the MCRN is not allowing people to move from portion of the station to portion of the station. So getting back to your ship is going to be very difficult. Okay, um, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of record mm -hmm. what I see as outside as we start coming into the, the main area um, and just sh throw it out off to my dad. Okay, start so recording it's, Yeah, I'm just going to record that and throw it off to him. I know he won't get it anytime soon. Mm -hmm. um, Jackrabbit, uh, give me one more scene test uh, and give yourself an extra plus three on this one. Yeah, all right. Give me a willpower courage test. <laughs> 14. 14? Okay. So you're, you're kind of watching all this unfold as the cart's going, uh, Connie's driving and stuff like that. You're kind of, you're kind of on the, on, like holding up on the roof, like, you know, like you're on a pickup and everything, watching out on this thing. And I see the firefights. You look back down and you catch a glimpse of something in the distance. And it has this this tinge to it, like a, like a little tone to it. And you, the last time you remember seeing that color, that specific color, was in the eyes of Onyx before you killed him. Uh, you're gonna hear like this banging, like on the rooftop, like banging, like frantically, frantically, frantically banging. And um, and I just start like um, saying like. Uh, Get, get us out of here. That blue shit ain't coming down. It's coming down. Keep going, keep going. We don't want to end up like Onyx, man. We don't want to go crazy. Go faster, go faster. Whoever driving, you just push that metal to the ground. None of you think, you're all pretty sure that, like, if any of you were hypoxic, you would have known and wouldn't be Jackrabbit the first to go. But Jackrabbit's, like, panicking, like, on the roof, like, freaking out. 
Uh, Waxar, this kind of concerns you a little bit because the strange little belter is like making what demands. Are you about? Yeah. And she's like freaking out. Uh, the two of you kind of know that like there's there's definitely we'll we'll call it trauma. <laughs> With Jack Rabbit, will be nice called trauma. Um, and, and she seems to be kind of I don't want to say flashing back, but having some sort of like uh, issue here. Uh, Connie, you're I don't know what, what you what you would want, but you have the little belcher like wigging out in the the back of the truck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We going. We going. Are, are you okay? Is your friend okay? Who's yes, on? Don't worry about who okay and not okay. Just push that down. We're going. We're going. We're going. Stop freaking right. out. <laughs> I'm gonna put my hand out for Jackrabbit. He's like, I got you. I got you. We, yeah. we hear you. We hear uh, you. What's no, she talking about? We're going. Yeah. I just don't want to end crazy, man. I just don't want to end up like that, man. No, we got you. We got you. We'll find you soon. Um, going crazy. We're going. Okay. Yeah, Waxer, you're kind of curious what she's talking about. It's like it's yeah. it's a weird. What the hell? Can I, stuff? can I see what she say? Oh no, she's on top, right? Yeah, she's on. But top. You, you, yeah, you, but you can look out to the the distance and try to spot what she's talking yeah. about. Yeah, I want to uh, give me a scene test. All right, so nine eleven and plus three twelve and a well, four. You, you can see the you can see what what used to be like a half a dozen marines and down to maybe two or three. Uh, they're still firing. Uh, you see explosives go. You're actually seeing explosives. Like they're firing the little, like rockets on their shoulders and everything. Um, like they're in a hardcore fight. The thing that's weird to you is you don't. But you can't tell what the hell they're fighting. No one's shooting at them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of. It's really odd to you. Like what the hell? Like yeah. what are they shooting at? Like um, I mean, you're thinking maybe like like the first thought that goes to your head is they're hypoxic. Uh, that they're maybe like hallucinating. I mean, but it none of it makes any sense to you. Yeah, I, I just kind of be like, yeah, go, let's go, let's go. Like, I just sort of reinforce that. Like, uh, yeah, something's weird out there. I kind of give. Yeah. Why? Give me a scene test. And then, uh, Jack, are you are you still watching the stuff out there, or what are you are you focused on Myrtle, or what are you doing? Um, I think I'm like, I think I'm watching it, and like, like Myrtle's like hand is mm-hmm. like calming, mm-hmm. but there'll be like a just a hard squeeze back and I'm just like and I'm just muttering like we gotta get off this place we gotta get off this place we gotta get back on our ship we gotta get in the sky we gotta get out of here we gotta get out of here so she's like not really watching she's just focusing on speed okay we wow. go we go we go why what'd you get 14 with a six on the drama okay you you go out there and you're like watching these marines fight and you've seen these guys in action like you you've you've shipped with them before and stuff like that too and they're they're badasses and you're watching one of them, and all of a sudden, like this kind of like weird, like blue shape, kind of like uh, attaches itself to one of them. And you don't want to believe it, but you're pretty sure it just ripped the the marine's arm off, like in the power armor and everything, in one shot, and threw it across the battlefield. I usually stay pretty calm, but if we don't hurry <laughs> the fuck up, <laughs> I'm gonna start losing my shit. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and Jackrabbit, you, you see this too. Whatever this thing is, like, you remember the things that you saw were stumbling. They were pretty, like, incoherent. Didn't really know what was going on. Uh, just kind of, like, were attracted to you. Just kind of, like, just your presence, not for any real purpose. The, this thing seems to have purpose, and it is extraordinarily strong and violent. Is there any way to alleviate any weight? From this thing, other than the light dude in the back that I don't know very well. Like, 
the actual actually the vehicle would actually go faster if you had more weight in it. If you had more weight in it. Yeah, because it'd have better traction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember there's low gravity. Gravity and traction are not they, they kind of need each other. And are we seeing anything that feels like stuff we can add on? Like I mean, you can, there's like there's like there's like uh, crates and stuff in the if you want to stop the cart and load the cart on, you could if you wanted to. Oh, People just walking yeah. around. Um, you're not seeing anyone walking around because you guys are at the back of this like uh, the line where like there's like you guys can see up ahead probably about like a quarter of a kilometer. There's another cart ahead of you that's still going and they're going about as fast as you guys are going. Uh, Connie's doing a good job trying to keep it stable, but it's kind of hard because once again the carts are rated for bigger weight. Um, but you, uh, I mean that's all you can see really. Unless you guys want to stop and load the cart in, it's going to be kind of a bugger. No start, no stopping. Yeah. Connie, you're you're watching up ahead as you you're kind of following the tail lights. See, that's kind of like driving in the fog. You can see you're following the tail lights of the car, the car in front. Of you. It's about a quarter of a kilometer out. It's a pretty good distance, and. Your eyes catch to the side real quick, like something, like like you kind of see like a movement off to the corner of your vision. Uh, you you kind of react to it, and by the time you react to it, it's gone from that part of your vision, and now directly in front of you, some sort of piece of gear or uh, some sort of piece of debris has like taken itself right through the tunnel, cut it in half. That cart you saw is gone. It's now like you can see it tumbling across the surface of Ganymede, across the ice. Um, up ahead of you is a pathway that no, uh, no blister you guys have access to would be able to bubble up. Um, you can feel the pressure starting to be pressurized that way. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, you have your back suit on, so you can, I mean, put your helmet off. Yeah, put my helmet on. We need to stop. We're, we're, we're not going to make it. There's our, there's something in our path. The, the tunnel's been ripped open. We need to do something else. So, Waxer, you look up ahead. You can, you, you, you can put your helmet on immediately. Uh, Merle, you had a back suit. Uh, Wyatt, you had a back suit. Jack, Rabbit, you can start feeling the depressurization going on. Um, everybody else is suited up. Michael's is on the ground, like, oh, jeez. Oh, oh. And he's like, he's like, you can hear his voice thinning. Um, and everything, uh, what do you guys want to do? You can see up ahead, like, the tunnel's, like, bisected. Uh, it looks like maybe, like, a, um, probably, like, a, like, a 10-meter gap of it is just, just gone. Is there any vac suits anywhere that are not being used right now? Uh, back the way you came. Just all the way back? Yeah, you guys have to double back. I'll just pick up McMichaels and, like, throw him over my shoulder if we're gonna get going somewhere. You you think you could? I mean, you guys could definitely like, uh, Connie. Like you're kind of looking at it. Like I don't know how how brave is like how does Connie feel like very like like emboldened about this? Like what's kind of Connie's like? He's to Connie. I'm I'm concerned about Jackrabbit. I'm concerned about McMichael's and the success of all of us being able to go through. We won't be able to go through without uh, those two not in vac suits. Jagger, you you've been exposed to vacuum before. You you've had the the kind of situation. Uh, I'm just calling out like, uh, don't worry about me. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. You may worry about that coil back here, but I'm fine. And you can hear you can hear uh, Jagger come through your suits your suits uh, mic or your suits speakers. And uh, Jack, it seems like she's I'm kind of standing now on top of the roof. Do I see any other path? Like, what do? What no, do this is the one way in, one way out. It was, it was just this. This is all a whole new area. They haven't connected it fully to the station yet. 
Okay, yeah, I slide back down okay. and off of the roof, and I'm just like, didn't know what way, man. Where, is there another way out of here? Any you. other way to our ship other than through this sheet? Connie, you you suspect that like if you it's gonna be risky, but you might be able to like run it and gun it across that section. Uh, whether or not this thing can make it, you're not sure, but. If you're gonna rescue a McMichaels and Jackrabbit here, this might be your best bet. Can I use any of my navigation skills to like help with this maneuver? No. My slingshotting skills. No. Because this is <laughs> right. this is now this is this is not piloting. This is driving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I go. Uh, maybe maybe we load up the car, give it some more weight for if we're gonna make this jump. It's not even a jump. It's just across the surface, but it's gonna be a bunch of debris. You're, you're guessing you're probably going to tear up the bottom of the car pretty bad doing it. Um, Connie, you're still approaching it. Like, do you want to do you want to try to stop or do you want to like uh, just, just go for it? Do you want to try to go back? Like, what sounds good to you? I'm, you know, I, I look I look at Myrtle and Wyatt and they are uh, in support of mm-hmm. Jackrabbit. Jackrabbit's egging me on, so uh, I feel like I'm gonna drive as fast as I can until we can't, and then. Wax is going to pick up McMichaels and we're going to make a run for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's leadership, people. That's leadership. Yeah. 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 That's why I um, showed my red. All right. So, uh, I need, you guys are all in the back, so you guys are fine. Uh, I need uh, Jackrabbit to make a, a constitution stamina test as you try to, like, sustain through the vacuum here. 20. Ooh. Oh, shit. Yes. With a six on the drama die. Oh. oh man! Okay. Come on, Michaels! Come on! All right. Turn ten. My hands are gonna slip off of here. I feel it already. There's gonna be a grenade, John. There's a grenade that we've run yeah. into. Give him ideas. That's a, that's a great idea. Um, <laughs> all the boom. All right. You um as you as you start gunning it, uh, and then uh, Connie, give me a uh, a drive test. So roll uh three six out of three to it. Let's see how good your driving is here. You can make it and maneuver it through and. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Um, do you want to do you want to make that result higher? You, so we have a thing you can you can burn fortune in this game to like make it higher. Do you want to try to push your luck on it a little more and make it a little bit higher? The sixteen. Uh, yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, what was your lowest die roll? What was the lowest number on there of the individual dice? It was uh, three. Okay. So uh, spend lose five fortune and you get a sixteen and you actually manage to like. Um, Got it maneuvering through the debris as it is. Uh, the tires pick up some debris and everything like that too. Um, as you get through, uh, you can feel like the radiation of like of the of the area here uh, a little bit on you, a jackrabbit. That's more of the hazard. Holding your breath really isn't an issue for you. Uh, there's, you can see the pressurization on the other side is low, but it's still it's still pressurized. You're, you'll be able to breathe here in a few seconds. Um, but jackrabbit, you take. Uh, you did good on your constitution check, so you, you only take half damage from the uh, 66. Whoa. And cosmic radiation sucks, guys. Yeah. 66 uh, damage. Did, did we not see Naomi in season five? Uh, <laughs> oh, wait, 6d6. Yes. I thought you said half of 66. And I was That's like, not much better. She dead. She dead. She dead. Yeah. Um, be uh, you take uh, 11 fortune damage, uh, Jackrabbit, as you feel like the radiation burning. Um, you guys also see McMichaels in the back. Like, he's like, you can see he's doing his kind of breathing techniques he learned as a kid. And uh, you guys remember watching cartoons and he's kind of, you can kind of like, so you can kind of see him like 
uh, humming or kind of mouthing to himself, almost like like this little cartoon you guys watch as kids for like safety and everything in space. And he started to remember he's like his pacing with it, and he actually manages to hold hold it through the other side. You guys get to the other side, and um, he's not in great shape, but he's, he's definitely he's still obviously injured. And he's like, and as you guys get to the other side, uh, Connie maneuvers it through. No one gets thrown from the cart. Uh, you get all through. You can kind of you can start breathing again a little bit, a jackrabbit. But you can feel like the pressure, the depressurization coming towards you. Uh, it's going pretty quick. Um, you're gonna have to like try to get to the. Uh, station uh and airlock here pretty quick and it's probably under lockdown right now too okay. you, you probably only have like another like maybe like minute or two of air uh in in the hallway before you're gonna have to start having some real issues but yeah connie you managed to boom 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 navigate it all your heart's racing get through it um and as you go through the tunnel why you catch a glimpse uh you can see that what got thrown through it was the top half of that four meter tall mech like one of, one of these advanced like uh like heavy artillery Martian mechs that like when you you know the guys that pilot those when you're when you were back in the crew were like the baddest asses like they always got an extra serving of cake at dinner time and everything like that too if they asked for it. Um, so anybody looks at me, I look very just terrified at this moment. You can you can hide it under the under the. <laughs> and I look at him and I'm like, you take that skin ass look off your face or you give me that back suit, man. <laughs> 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 no, put it back. Uh, you, you start maneuvering up through and you get through the, the tunnel here. Uh, you guys come to the door and you can see that like um, out, uh, outside of it, uh, banging on the door is like the other crew uh, that came that came through. Of them, you can see that in their cart, there's um, uh, one of them is injured thoroughly, uh, bleeding pretty bad, and two of them are on the thing banging on the door and like at the comm system talking to someone, like kind of saying like, you know, let us in, like, come on, like we can, you know, what's going on? Um, who wants to go up and try to manage the door? Uh, uh, Jack Rabbit, you're gonna have to start hold, like I'm not talking. I'm already running over there and trying to like. No, I'll like, try to like. Okay. It's clear nobody's there. I'm already trying to tech, okay. tech myself through. All right, so so Jack Rabbit comes over and like uh, as Jack Rabbit's kind of like going action oriented, action orienting. Pulling out wires, um, trying to remember what Onyx would have done. Like, so in 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 Jack Rabbit's hypoxic state. She believes that she's pulling, you guys see like a jackrabbit, like the air is being kind of thin for her. And she's like pull, like, pulling out the air. Yeah, and like, Onyx, no problem. Talking yeah, about Onyx exactly. and all this stuff. Just, just, yeah, okay, Onyx, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah, and it's not coming out loud. It's kind of like, it's kind of like her like talking to herself. And then Michael's in the back, like controlling his breathing. Um, Myrtle, uh, Wyatt, Connie, and Waxor, uh, what do you guys want to do? I want to run up to the door and see why no one's answering it why what's going there, on there's an answer they actually are talking to someone and on the other side of the door it looks like there's a there's a set of uh martian marines uh they're they're going uh sorry we can't let you through the security breach on everything that on all steps right now we have to uh keep the station secure threats we're under attack i'm gonna start like screaming at them to open the door or okay we're gonna go we'll, we'll figure out another right. way um, you start kind of screaming at them a little bit, and they uh, they don't seem to respond too well to the screaming. Uh, Myrtle, uh, you're open this door. Myrtle, what do you want to do? Um, I'm kind of watching around, you know, while everybody's kind of focused on the door and what's going on. I'm paying attention to Jackrabbit, keep an eye on her, and also looking behind us to make sure that nothing is happening behind us that's going to 
you know, like um, as you as you kind of stand around, you actually do see that there's like a like a set of rebreathers, uh, emergency rebreathers at this uh, airlock. You could probably go give them to the guys. It's not going to protect them from radiation, but it'll yeah. Prevent them I'll from do like... that. I'll go grab okay. those. All right. So, uh, Jack, as you're sitting there, like all of a sudden you start breathing, and you kind of get euphoric off the off the mass amount of oxygen going into your blood. Uh, everything becomes very bright around you. Uh, let's go to Waxor and Connie. What do the two of you uh, want to do? So you have like this Martian screaming at other Martians through the door with these two other workers. Um, meanwhile, I'm going like, I swear there was wires in my hand, man. I swear there was. Here. <laughs> I can feel the electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I go, uh, Bossman, do you want to go talk to him? Uh, if they can't open the door, I can try to force it open. Yeah, we go talk to him. Do we have? Do I have any type of access pass or any type? Yeah, of you, yeah, you have yeah, override. You can try if you want to. Yeah, I'll, I'll go try okay. some uh, access okay. codes at the door, and uh, so you feel it like your your union uh, rep like kind of status, and you have a higher status than a lot of these other people here. And it comes back, and actually the Martians who kind of hung up on uh, Wyatt now come back, and they go. Uh, uh, how many, uh, how many do you have out there? And there, there's like eight of you. Eight. Yeah. He goes, ah, oh, geez, okay. Uh, no funny business. We keep hands where you can see them, and we'll uh, we'll let you on through uh, there, Miss uh, Miss Um, like I said, keep the hands in it. Do not bring the carts through. But we're gonna open the airlock and cycle it through for you. Open the door. Okay. So the door opens up slowly into the airlock. It's kind of makeshift airlock. It's not a very good one. You guys get on through no problem. Closes up, and as it comes in, like you can see that there's like uh, four Martian Marines at this entrance with guns trained on you. They say, "Come on out, hands up. Make sure uh, no funny business. Leave the carts. Anything you're carrying, your hands free." Yeah, yeah, let us through. He goes, Watson, pat him down. And one of them comes up to you start, to start checking you guys, and he has like a like a metal detector and everything. I say, I'll make a joke, but no funny business. Uh, one of them, like as he does, he, he uh, Jack Ruby checks you. He pull, he, he pulls out your baton, throws it off the side. What else you got this for? Uh, they're checking yeah. you guys. What, why? It's gonna collapse out there, man. I just start telling them about the state of what what we just drove through. You know? Yeah, they're like, look, yeah, one of them's falling out. Falling out of the the uh, it's gonna break. Yeah. Got to get us out of here. They start going through and scanning everything of like that. Myrtle, they come to you. They scan you and it dings. They go, "All right, all right, check this one." Yeah, a yeah, cuffer. yeah, yeah, yeah. And one it of them comes over. Okay. One of them, one of them comes over and cuts you. Actually. Oh. Shit. What the hell are you doing? Everything going to hell out there. You take my baton. You cuffer my friend. We just trying to stay alive, man. We need you to sell. We need you to settle down, miss. All right, we're gonna be okay. We just what have do you mean shirt. settle down? You're the one who cuffed my friend. All right, Jack Rabbit. We'll figure this out. Don't worry. Okay, we're okay. What's that about, man? This is not necessary. You know that we can have access. Just let her go. Let me go talk to your supervisor. Station's all station, station's all locked down, Mister. We we, we got to keep everything uh, secure here. The the blues are coming after us. They just tore a bunch of our boys out there. They're firing on space. We got to make sure. I'm uh, waiting for orders to come through. There's a whole communications blackout right now too, and you can kind of hear. We're not a threat. Let us through. Let her go. We don't believe you're a threat, but we want to make sure. This one, though, we're, we are, we got we got flagged for uh, the check and the run run numbers by. Make your check, run the numbers, and then let us go. One of them, and as you guys stand there, kind of talking to him, you feel like another rumble, like a really big rumble. 
uh, and now you're in a completely enclosed area. There's no windows here, and that you can. And everyone kind of freaks out, and they, they kind of have a, they're, they're looking around, like if the ceiling's coming down or whatever it is. There's some dust rumbles and everything like that, so you can see, but nothing seems to be breached in here. And one of them was, what the hell was, George? What the hell was that? I don't know. Are they are they orbital bombarding us? My God! Telling you, it's coming down. It's gonna crack. You got that wasn't. So that wasn't any impact. That was an explosion. Someone bombing here. Jeez, oh. There's some crazy shit going out there, man. We watched some, uh, some crazy, like, marsh, some blue thing tear off arms and shit, man. This is yeah. not the time for this paperwork bullshit, checking bullshit stuff. We gotta get out of here. Your friend, your friend's hypoxic. Uh, one of them, like, pulls out, like, a, like a, uh, a small syringe and says, like, ah, oh, jeez. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry, lost, I lost the, the uh, lost my video there for a second. I gotta put you guys back in order real quick yeah, we here. Got two Johns. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> which one? Oh, which one? Which they're all. Ones? They're all the real ah. one. That's the that's the trip. Uh, I get it. I, I've always wanted to throw myself out of a place, so I'm gonna do that. <laughs> um. Yeah. Let me go ahead and get some. How many were these guys? Were there like four, right? Yeah. The um of the uh. The Martians, yeah, there's four of them, yeah. Just, you know, Wex is past the guy making his mind go, thinking, but... Yeah, it's kind of wacky. Uh, it's time to get everyone back in order. Oh wow, I've been having really bad problems with Zoom lately. All right, we're back. Okay, um, yeah, so there's four of the Marines, and one of them throws a, a, a syringe to uh, uh, to Waxor and says, "Hey, like your friend's hypoxic. Uh, this uh, this will reoxygenate their blood, make sure they're not as uh, they might get their mind back to them." Um, all right, uh, I don't know. So they're all armored? Are these yeah, they're wearing they're wearing like the tactical armor uh, you see. With, you've seen people like this around. They have rifles. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide a hand it and pretend I like look at Jackrabbit and like give her like like a belter like like I'm oh, gonna yeah, slide her. Yeah, I'm gonna slide a hand and pretend to like inject her with it to calm her down. If oh she... yeah, that feel way better, man. It feel way <laughs> fucking better. Yeah, and so you kind of you can, yeah he goes, he goes the one of them kind of looks and goes how the hell did she survive? Oh my god. And McMichael's kind of standing there. He's like leaned up against things. He's like, other. Oh, all right. Uh, and one of them goes over and starts actually working on McMichael's, trying to like check his arm and everything. Like that. Um, they uh, they kind of come back and they uh, they say, all right, look, we got bigger fish to fry. We can't we can't babysit you all here. Uh, and they they went and actually patted you down pretty thoroughly, uh, Myrtle, um, and did a whole scan of the other thing and everything. And uh, they uncuff you and go, all right. Get out of here. Go find safety. Go hit one of the shelters, guys. All right. Yeah. All right. All right let's go. Let's go. Oh, and I wow. say afterward, like, screw the shelter. We gotta get to our ship and get out of here, man. Do we think that we can really get there? Thinking about it, Myrtle, like, there is open combat in space and orbit above this place right now. PDCs are flying. Torpedoes are flying. There's smashed mirrors. Pretty dangerous, then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what as, do you mean it's going to be dangerous? You saw that blue thing out there, man? You know what that does to you? It get in you, they puke on you, and then you dead, man. We do better out there than we would do down here if that thing get to us. We'll find you a, we'll find a safe space to go to, uh, you know, like the uh, break room or whatever. <laughs> Fortified break room. <laughs> we'll snack our days away. Yeah. Yeah. I've, always, uh, I've always wanted this one candy bar. 
There's got there's got to be someone we can take of at least until you can get on your ship. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you guys kind of mosey through the station a little bit, and uh, there's like some shelters you can go into, some hardened shelters. Uh, people are kind of looking through, uh, looking at reports on the station. Uh, the, the communication blackout stopped shortly uh, after that explosion came out. Uh, you guys felt that rumble, and like like people are panicking, people are freaking out. Uh, you're seeing some looting, certainly. Uh, people are grabbing supplies, walking around with whatever supplies they can get. Uh, the marshes are trying to keep it kind of lawful. Um, you do hear on occasion uh, a gunshot ring out through the hallways. Um, you're guessing that the Martians are probably engaging in some sort of martial law now at some point. Um, but uh, getting to the ship and getting to the docks, the docks are under like hardcore lockdown. No one's leaving, no one's coming. Um, you're gonna have to get clearance, all this kind of stuff too. It looks like as it is, the Ganymede is gonna be uh, blocked off uh, for a while. But as you can see, uh, all the domes, uh, most all the domes, at least like over half of them have been compromised. Um, there's uh, ruptures in some of like the water systems, there's ruptures in some of the life support systems. Um, the station can hold, it looks like the area you're in is going to be decent, but whatever is going to happen here, it's not going to be standard operating procedure from here on out. So, um, Right, right now, people are you guys kind of walk into and congregate in a hallway. There's like there's probably about another like 30 people in here, kind of walking around, like talking about asking what's going on. People are watched are attached to the news feed, checking the different station statuses. Uh, they're you know uh, kind of keeping an eye out. People are asking if there are families with other people, if their dads come in or not home from work. You see some kids crying here and there. Um, and people are like, how did this happen? Uh, there are a pair of Martian soldiers in this room at the, at the very corner, and it looks like they're trying to make sure people don't go into more dangerous parts of the station, is your best guess, or to engage in looting and such. Does it feel like there's like, um, I mean, is this like a thing where you have to like stay there, or is this a thing where like, okay, this you can is move the same part, you can go places? You like... can go places. There's like a residential area, there's still the commercial area. It looks like the commercial area's been locked down by the Martians, mostly because they don't want looters and stuff coming through. Um, they're worried about that, and like people rioting and grabbing stuff. Um, the residential area seems more accessible, but some of it looks like it's been compromised. Um, but it's not as bad. It looks like most of the, most of the casualties, the damage was done to the surface area, which is the ag domes and most of the places where people work. Um, and look, also maybe about like uh, a fifth of the docks have been destroyed or, or compromised somehow. Um, so it's definitely gonna create a bottleneck and try to even even if you could get out of here, there's gonna be a queue. There's gonna be a, uh, it's gonna kind of hard to get out of here. Um, the dock master's probably got his hands full. Uh, especially with the, how much like random crap they're having to track now in orbit versus like it was where they kind of knew where everything was. Um, I can I can tell you this much. Uh, talking to that, MC, that MCRN guy you were talking to earlier, he's either dead or he's got his, he's got his hands busy. You know what I'm saying? So he's yeah. I'm gonna go over to Waxer and I'm gonna say, you think there's any way to drop this McNichols uh, coil off somewhere so we can go get that gin you be talking about? You looking for gin right now? Yeah, might not be a bad idea. Um, I'm sort of scanning like the news feeds, you know, just trying to see what I can. But they're asking people just to kind of stay where they are, uh, you know, find a safe spot, find a, a, a one of the, like the hardened areas, like this is. This is kind of like a, a hub area that's pretty hardened. Um, you're you're probably about like um, 
20 meters underground at this point, so you have a lot of ice above you and surface area, so you, you're not going to get, like, anything falls out of the sky, it's not going to crack through the ceiling or anything like that. Um, you could probably go in the residential area. There are a few, like, eateries and bars and stores down there, but you're guessing that if, uh, based on what the marchers are doing, everyone's kind of shuttering up their stuff and trying to, like, make sure no one's, like, stealing everything or freaking out. Um, but mostly it looks like what most people are concerned about is trying to find their, their friends and family right now. I see if everyone's safe because everyone's you know they're on different ships and everything now and there aren't really any more shifts now at this point might be good to buckle down for a second uh and uh we gotta help some of these people we gotta find out how to get everybody off or what's gonna happen next uh yeah i'm just gonna look at the news feeds and just try to see if i get some info you know it's trying to get concerned too uh connie you're, you're standing there and like uh someone comes up to you uh uh, someone by the name of, uh, let's see, let me give it a name, uh, Denise, uh, this, this, another dock worker in her union comes and goes, oh my god, thank god, oh, honey, I, thank god you're here, what, what do we do? Denise, are you okay? Are you hurt? Uh, I'm fine, I, I was, I was on a break just hanging out at the, at the, at the grocery store picking up some stuff for my kids tonight, uh, they're all, Oh, I, dude, this is bad tonight. I have no clue, like, how, uh, how, like, I'm getting it this bad. I've never had... Never had it. No, never well, had I also it had, like that. I had disconnects, too, the other day during just, like, regular meetings. I was just hanging out with people, and then, like, it was like, yo, you don't get to talk to them anymore. Um, all right, so, yeah, she's kind of like, she's like, I was getting some groceries for my kids, and then I, I the stuff came up. There, I, I checked out the daycare and went through the uh, I went through the whole like system and talked to them. They seem okay. Everyone's seems safe. They're way down underground, but like, where do we go from here? Okay, Denise, we can't go anywhere, but you just have to stay here and stay safe. Hang out with me and Waxer and and this crew here. We will uh, see what we can do to help to clear some access. Make sure we can help anyone we can. Look for the families. Uh, until we can get through this. To crew, uh, what are you guys crew? And kind of looks at the rest of them. What, what are you guys crew? We have a shipping business. You have a ship here. Yeah. Look, look. I she kind of looks like, like she kind of looks like Connie, kind of like oh, I don't want to say ashamed, but there's a little bit like like she's kind of worried about being judged here. Because look, I I, uh, I can pay you. Get me and my kids off the station here, and, and I'll pay you. I don't think you it's know a good how idea to, to risk this. You know how to risk it. Yeah. Denise, no one's going on anywhere right now. This crew is not going anywhere. Their ship's going nowhere. Just stay here and do what we can here. You're not no, going. Denise. Denise, the only one who know what what man. We gotta get out of here. Denise knows what's happening. But they're, like, shooting, look, they're I, shooting up in the sky. We go flying up, man, and we're gonna boom, and we're gonna come straight down. They're not gonna have the docks up and working in the next few weeks. What am I supposed to do with my kids? Like, you gotta take a second. Uh, she's kind of, she seems like on the breach of kind of panic here. Uh, Ani, go ahead and give me a, um, give me a persuasion check. So, uh, so roll uh, the dice and add, and add six to it. If you can kind of, so you can kind of try to calm her down a little bit. I got that syringe. Just kidding. All right, here. <laughs> 21. 21, okay. Oh. So you kind of, you kind of, yeah, great roll. So you, you go up and you kind of talk to her a little bit. 
you kind of get a little heart to heart with her. Um, what do you want to say to her to try to like persuade her into staying and not like trying to like run off these people or? Denise, nobody's going anywhere right now. Your kids are safe where they are right now. Uh, you will stay here with us and I will make sure you'll be okay. We'll get you back with your, with your team. We'll get you back to your kids. Uh, this crew, their ship isn't going anywhere. We don't know what's out there. We just saw what was going on and huge mess, huge fighting. We don't know what's happening. You just stay here. You're right, Connie. I, I, sorry, I, I was just panicking. You know, it, it's, you're right. We, we got, we're safe here. There's plenty of, of rock and ice above us. Uh, we, have, we have a place down three levels. It, we'll be safe. You're right, you're right. Yeah, out there, there's just, everything's flying around. We don't know what's what. We'll have to wait till it calms down here. <sighs> okay. It's scary. I yeah. Know. Okay. All right, well, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go check in on my kids. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll run by my house. I think I have like a few extra med kits. Maybe some people here need some help. And I'll, I'll bring them up on the way back up. Okay? Great, great. You come find me. Okay. All right. And she kind of walks off. Um, Myrtle, uh, why, what about your guys' plans? What are you guys thinking about here with this uh, kind of situation? Well, I mean, it's we can't really leave now. I think that we're all in agreement while all this is going on, but we should probably come up with a plan because there's going to be some people who need to get off this place because who knows if they'll be able to feed everybody. So maybe we should look at that kind of plan to see if, I don't know, where we can go next. I'm going to need Jackrabbit to make a willpower self-discipline test here. I've never wanted a, a roll to fail so badly in my life <laughs> as I do right now. Oh, it did good. <laughs> well, I bet the 13. 13. Um, you can tell you you tell me if that's good enough or not. You're starting to get kind of flashbacks. Uh, blue people running around killing each other, killing things. Uh, bringing a bunch of people, strangers on your ship to take someplace else to rescue. Reminds us reminds me a lot of another incident. These people though aren't quite as wealthy or as ritzy as, those, as the last folks she brought back on Luna. But you know what I'm gonna say is like she was she was like teetering on that edge. But then it was like when Connie was like talking to that person like in the background, mm -hmm. Jack Rabbit was like, okay, yeah, no, not it, yeah, like I, I. And then to to wax her like, your boss man, she she really got a soothing voice, man. Like she really make me feel calm. I, that that don't happen very often. She she smart. She think with her head. I I follow her. What she say? I do. Is she on the up and up, man? You think you think she's speaking sense? Yeah, yeah. They know where we can go right now. We gotta we gotta see. We gotta wait to see what happens out there. If you go out there, we dead. We all dead. Is there, is there anyone here like any of these uh, these uh, Martian God people people that you know that we could talk to about maybe finding a way through, you know, get to our ship, uh, you know, the tunnels here, you know, that kind of thing. I just I just like to have a backup plan. Would I know of anybody contact wise? There are old tunnels, mm -hmm. uh, and they're not something you really messed with. Uh, except on a few illicit occasions in terms of your illicit business, which I will not mention what it is. 
Uh, Connie probably has heard stories about it, but doesn't probably acknowledge it publicly or doesn't put it on the record. Um, it's a good place to, if you want to hunker down, that's the place that like will not break. However, though, it's cold. There's ice like coming through the walls slowly. Um, the, it's got oxygen. I mean, you can breathe in there for quite a while and you know there's a few exits to the surface. But it's big and elaborate and not mapped. There's no real active map of it anymore. Okay. You just see like some, you know, Waxer sort of think he th sees like, thinks of a place in his mind. His face is kind of moving, but he goes, yeah, may maybe it gets real bad if we wait a little bit. Uh, let me, uh, I might know a place. I, I got to talk to the boss man though. You, but yeah. You're kind of thinking about Waxer and you're, you're, you're considering that these people want to get, they want to get off. They have a ship, they want to get out of here. But at the same time, there's a lot of people that have families that live here. Their whole life is here. Mm -hmm. And one thing you've kind of, you've always respected about Connie is how she puts, she really pays attention to people's families. She knows the, the kids' names. She knows what they're up to. She knows she, they drew a picture of mommy and daddy. She wants to see it. Mm -hmm. um, she's kind of, you know, she's, she's a hard ass when she needs to be, but she, she's got that heart of gold, really cares about people. Um, and it, it kind of runs in her family. Her sister, Carol's kind of kind of got that, that streak as well. Um, you're thinking maybe like, you know that like, there's no way you would get Connie to abandon these people. There's just no way that she wouldn't want to bounce. But at the same time, you're kind of like, well, you know, what, what do you have here? Mm -hmm. Maybe you can get these, maybe you can help these three people out. Uh, I, I like whisper to Jackrabbit, ah, I don't want to do it, but I, I might know a thing, but you got to take me off world then. You got to take me off this, you got to take me with you then, but we're gonna be, I believe in everybody behind, even even my boss man. I know she's gonna take care of everybody here, but yeah, I know a place, but it's dangerous if we go. You you gotta talk to your crew. All I gotta tell you is nothing gonna be more dangerous than whatever happened if those uh, blue teams come in here, man. So yeah, you got a place with us, you can get us off this rock. We, we, you got a place in our ship, man. All right, you mean blue thing like what happened on Eros? Cause I would know about that on the news or whatever. Yeah, you would hurt. You, you know, yeah. arrows smashing the Venus. It's kind of hard to. You can't cover that up. <laughs> yeah, what happened on arrows? Try to cover the, the extinction of the dinosaurs. I mean, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> what happened on arrows? What happened on other places that they don't even tell you about? You get us out of here. We tell you what we know. Yeah, I, cause I can't stay here. I, I got I got people I'm looking for too who are not here as well. But uh, yeah, maybe we maybe uh. We can we can sneak out, sneak out, but I also feel bad. But yeah, I could take you somewhere. Maybe there's old tunnel. Okay, man. I go I go tell my people. You go talk to your you go talk to your boss man and uh yeah and take you, man. All right, Waxer, you you get prompted. You can see uh, Connie's talking to some people, kind of everyone's kind of checking in with this this community leader. Um, you know, you have these authority figures, like these Martians off the corner. And everyone's just trying to like keep their back to them, trying not to like look at them, trying not to mess with them. They don't want to piss them off. But everyone you see is like going to Connie as, as, a, as a pillar of strength to keep this, keep these people on this station going. Uh, what do you, uh, what do you oh, want to say? Man. <laughs> this is rough. Oh man. Okay. Um, oh man. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think Waxer is like, I would be like definitely, you know, like ashamed of doing it because I feel like I'd be uh, totally abandoning the station and where I work. But uh, 
I sort of make my way up to to where Connie is, and I, I and I sort of like if I could get up, I go, hey, uh, boss man, I, I gotta I gotta get off this rock. I know you're gonna be here helping everybody, but uh, I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna take them without uh, take yes, the crew. Sir. No, we need we need you here. We need you and your good heart, your good brain, your good work. Look at this mess. Look at these people. We need you. I need you. I need you. Okay. Please don't do this. And he'll sort of think about his past as well because there's like there's a sort of a, a chase that he's been going through. So he feels very conflicted and goes uh, he looks at it. Okay, I give you my I give you my word. I, I can't I won't leave. I'll stay in the help until until I can't. And then, and if it gets bad or if I gotta go, then then I go. But I'll do I'll do I'll give you my word, I'll do what I can to help everybody here first. And then I'll uh, I'll just yeah I'll just start helping her out as much as I can. The folks, you know, bandaging people up. But yeah, he he feels definitely feels obligated. Like he cannot split yet. If it gets bad, you can go. But we need you now. Yeah, yeah. Now is not the time to go. You're you're right. Yeah, I'll get to help until and if it if we have to if it gets bad and we gotta go then. You gotta come with us too, or I would try. I see if I can take as many people, get them to get on this ship too. But uh, okay, yeah. So now I'm just gonna stay and help. So Jackrabbit, you approach Myrtle and Wyatt. Uh, they're kind of like, like I'm like he's telling her right now, man. He's breaking her heart. She, he gonna go with us. He's gonna join our crew, man. Like, Look oh. at him, and I'm watching him like suddenly like, start like he's like picking up boxes and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, He's like spooking people. Hang on one minute. I go back to him and like, hey man, what are you doing? It look like you bandaging up people. I thought we going. I said, look, look, I can't leave. Ganymede was my home. Uh, these are my people. If you help, you help us. We got to help as many people we can for now. We got to help Connie. We help everybody. And then I take you somewhere where we get to your ship. We, I can't leave everybody right now. I only met you guys just a couple of moments ago, <laughs> but I lived here my whole life um, for, for a long time. What, Wyatt and uh, Myrtle, as you guys are standing there, like this uh, belter kind of comes up and goes, hey, hey, pass these out to the people that want them. You make sure you just walk around. And he basically shoves in your hand uh, like a box, uh, Wyatt, of like uh, water rations. Make sure everybody gets one at least, all right? And he's like, uh, and then he points to Myrtle, like, if they come in late, make sure they get one too, okay? And like he's he doesn't like he doesn't, he doesn't like ask you your name or anything. He walks off, goes to the next person to help out the next the next kind of thing. I'll just shrug and start walking around giving people water. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I kind of do that with the jackrabbit. Like I, I sort of just like okay, man. help okay. me bandage this one. You know, I just kind of okay. get her. Yeah. I watch a lot of videos on how to do this stuff. I actually pretty good at it. Uh, yeah. I, I like I, I kind of know and I, I, I show her like yeah I bandaged myself a lot I took a lot of bruises a long time ago so I know how to fix it up and I'm just, I point at Wyatt and I say you that big guy over there I bandaged him a lot I learned how to do a lot of things on how he gets shot and shit I show you how to work and I, <laughs> I start helping yeah yeah I see I see all the bruises on that guy 
got a lot of scarring, yeah. Um, the, the next three days, the crew of the Sinclair helped out um, Connie, Waxer, everybody uh, that's been victim of this combat going on around in orbit and outside and inside the st- and out, uh, parts of the station. Uh, the, the collateral damage, the, the stuff falling from the sky slows down and a better picture comes into what's going on with Ganymede Station. Getting off this rock on a ship, though, is going to be hard. There's still debris, there's crap everywhere, the docks are locked down, uh, people are uh, freaking out a little bit. But the folks, the people of Ganymede are kind of like, oh, we make food, we got food, we got air, things seem okay. But all of you can't seem to help but think that, like, is it going to be okay? Are you sure it's going to be okay? They're telling us it's going to be okay. And are, are we telling them it's going to be okay because it's going to be okay? Or are we telling them that because we want to make sure that, like, they feel okay? Um, whatever it is, it's a mess put forth by the UNN and the MCRN. And they're not going to be the ones that clean it up. But instead, it's going to be folks like you that put forth the effort, that, that get motivated, grassroots it, make it happen, and keep these people safe. Waxer, as a few days you guys talk to Waxer, he, he kind of is like going through his head, these, these, these tunnels he's talking about. Um, so it seems like escape is possible, but once things kind of stabilize. So, uh, but Connie steps up, leads it up, uh, starts coordinating efforts with the other, some of the other do- uh, other unions uh, and their rep- reps. Um, you meet her sister, Carol, briefly, and they seem to kind of coordinate an effort to provide relief and such, uh, you know, kind of food, taking inventories, uh, moving stuff around, uh, re- uh, redistributing the logistical systems to make sure everything's going higher. Uh, there's one thing the Belters are in this resilient, and this is showing you that resilience firsthand. Um, people helping each other. The Martians are around. They're uh, kind of keeping an eye on things, but it seems like they care less and less about what all of you are doing. And they're more interested in creating a front line against uh, the Earthers. All right. I think that's going to end our, oh, our session tonight. <laughs> all right. That was, that, was, that, was, that was a good start. It's a good kind of setup for the situation of, of, of what's going on. Um, I really wanted to tell kind of this refugee kind of situation stories uh, going on and setting that up. Um, and I had a lot of fun with that. Patty? You did awesome. You did awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. 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 Yeah, that was that was cool. You did a great job. Yeah, it, it's yeah. it's a different kind of thing. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the, the role-playing game thing? Um, no, you you folks made it totally seamless and uh john you created such a beautiful world Aww. and it's so rich and uh your all the all of you your characters and the background um really made for a you know a fulfilling fun uh rich experience on ganymede so thank you so much for uh, supporting me and, and my and connie's way through I, that was great fun that was really great thank you Excellent, excellent. And uh, most importantly, I mean, we raised uh, 1468 nice. Canadian dollars uh, for it. Uh, for those for those of us in the United States, that's about uh, just, just over $1,100. Uh, 
that's pretty good. That's way above our, our goal. It's super cool. Um, we want to thank everyone that donated. Uh, obviously, uh, Tanya to Pass and Tiltify who stepped up for this. Super, super cool. Uh, much love to you guys. Um, Patty chose a great, uh, a great uh, charity. So awesome. Um, and once again, thank you for helping making this dream come true, bringing someone from the expanse onto yeah. our little, our little, our little corner of it, uh, <laughs> where we kind of have fun, kind of playing it, and uh, get kind of adventure and have these tense moments. Uh, you're a great driver. That would have been a moment when Jack Rabbit was like, "Hey, you did pretty good. I mean, I could have done better, but you did pretty good." Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, you put Jack Rabbit in front of a wheel, and she's like, what the hell is this? It's not a tiny <laughs> stick. It's looking stick, yeah. right? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's role-playing games kind of situation, and you can kind of see how it works. I'm glad you got to see it firsthand with us, and, and I hope you had a good experience with it. Um, and uh, But we're going to be back uh, next week with uh, our episode two of Year Two, um, and uh, we'll kind of explore more on Ganymede. Uh, Waxor is returning. We have our new character, which is kind of a lot of fun. He's got kind of a fun little past, which we're going to explore. Uh, we have some returning favorites. Um, after that, we're back on break until second week of January. We're going to film an episode at OrcaCon uh, up in up in Seattle, up in, around Seattle, outside of Seattle. Bellevue's right outside yeah, of Seattle. Bellevue, right? okay. yeah, it's just across the lake. Okay, so right outside of Seattle, up in Bellevue, Washington, and uh, we're going to do it live in front of an actual like real people audience like there'll be well and a lot of us we're going to actually like, meet for the first time in in the in the flesh um and that'll be super fun we're gonna have a good time with that and then we'll film that and air it uh at our normal time and everything like too and then we're back to full time with the show here next year but uh patty thank you so much for making this this little dream come true uh we we uh we adore it we appreciate you uh taking the time and we we nailed a great cause and i can't i i'm very more than over the moon no pun intended uh, for this whole this whole thing tonight. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say before we uh, be, go tonight? Just thank you so much for reaching out to me. I'm so humbled. I'm so happy that you know you liked Carol and you're fans of the Expanse and this game. I'm just really so humbled that you asked me and and that you gave me the opportunity to support the uh, Indian Residential School Survivor Society and that all your uh, streamers did as well. I'm so grateful to you, all of you. And uh, thank you for um, holding my hand through this my first time. That's good. Yay. It's so good, yeah. <laughs> thank you. All right, folks. All right, well, we're going to get going, and we'll see you on out. And uh, have a good one, guys. <laughs>